Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of Mother May I Sleep a Podcast is brought to you in part by the Lifetime Movie Club, the ultimate streaming destination for Lifetime movie lovers. Choose from 100 movies at any time with new movies rotated in weekly to keep things fresh. And you can watch anywhere on your favorite device. As a bonus, listeners of this podcast get an exclusive one-month free trial. Go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls to start your free month now. That's LifetimeMovieClub.com slash M-O-L-L-S. Welcome to Season 3 of Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. I'm your host, Molly McAleer. I'm a great mom. I'm a great mom. I'm a great mom. Okay, you guys, today we have Lauren Lapkus here to do Wicked Moms Club, which I had never seen before this. Um, and I'm really excited I did watch it now. I'm very unnerved. <laughs> I was like more and more unnerved as I watched it. Yeah. Because this is a nightmare. The, the whole thing. I mean, first of all, I haven't watched a Lifetime movie in a long time. I think the last one I watched actually was the Will Ferrell one. Right. So that was like, that's not even really a real one in my opinion. No, we, like that's one of the ones that people will write in and say like, will you do this? And the answer oh, yeah. is a hard no. <laughs> and also yeah. the James Franco one, because I don't like self-awareness yeah. in my lifetime movies. It's very confusing. Like, I don't know. I, I kept thinking about that Will Ferrell one when I was watching this though, because I was like, they did it exactly how these people are doing it, but we like, it's just inherently funny because it's them. So I don't know, but no, the genius of that movie truly was that they played it and promoted it and did everything around it. The exact way that a normal yeah. lifetime movie would be. Yeah. So it was very interesting, but, uh, this movie was, it, it had a lot. One, I, one thing I just want to jump right into, if I sure. can, is the wig that this woman was wearing. Thank you. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Because when when we were talking about how this movie doesn't really have any like clout, for example, there's no like Ellen Burstyn appearance, right. like Flowers in the Attic. But there is enough clout of at least one actress in this that she's so good that she had to be cast, but couldn't be a brunette because our lead is a brunette. Right. So they put her in like a strawberry blonde. Full on, like, 
Claire's store wig. Like it was it not was, good enough. It like, was not a good wig. I could tell immediately it was a wig. So I was like, oh, is she going to reveal that she has this other hair and she's this person? Or totally. like, I thought there was going to be something associated with the hair at a certain point, And then there just never was. So I thought that was very interesting that like, they were just like, no, this is good enough. No, it's wild because like, I also spent my entire life being fooled by wigs. Like I had yeah. no idea, like <laughs> name a celebrity. Like I thought that was her hair. Yeah. Same. Life. I'm really bad usually at actually knowing that stuff. Yeah. So it's even funnier to me that I was like, I'm sure that's also because one thing that you can tell if you are someone out there who doesn't know if something is a wig ever, the easiest way with a bad wig is like, they'll never put it behind their ears. Like her hair was like fully like pasted to her face the entire time. And then if she was going to pin it back, it was like a top layer going back, but not the ear part. Yeah. I think I learned that from Kim Kardashian. Oh really? Yeah. Like to take the pieces out in the front. Yeah. So that it's always, I don't know. It looks nice, but it's like, that's a wig. Yeah, it's a wig. And like, I wish, like, this character could have used that. Do you know I what needed I mean? some depth. I thought, okay, I thought so many things were going to happen that didn't happen. So I really thought that the guy, first of all, no name could like, was clear to me. Like, I thought every name was someone else until like a certain point. So then they right. said Ellis. I thought his name was Alex the entire movie, but his name was Ellis, I guess. Yeah. And I thought for sure he was evil. Like, didn't you think he's yeah. evil? Like, yeah, the second I saw him, he was like, he's dead in his face. Like, he's going to be working on this in cahoots with Olivia. And then we're going to find out. There has to be, because there's also like kind of a gaslighting moment later on. Yeah. That he is very active in. And <laughs> I also am like, you, but we meet you kind of knowing that you know what's up yeah so, like what's the real deal here he's um it it's actually like pretty much sadly straightforward the most lifetimey kind of situation that's going on there we'll get into it guess what they end up happy at the end i know and i thought in the beginning i thought that was our lead actress in her car about to kill herself oh, so yeah. the whole time i was thinking wait so i know she's gonna kill herself so when does that happen and then i realized like way too late that that was the woman who they're talking about who died yeah it's like a similarity in casting that makes no sense to me because yeah, they should like, just cast someone who looks completely different put like the wig chick in the car <laughs> yeah and then like but i guess you know what i don't know what it is definitely i think hair color matters too much in hollywood yeah like, you can't have like a an evil villain and a lead that has the same hair color totally sadly um but with lifetime sometimes they will like especially because they're just blendable faces like it's a generic pretty person they kind of like they cast very close well okay so like the lead lady i was like she's definitely like a catalog model jessica blackmore she's beautiful but in this very like like way where you're like i can't remember if she's that lady or the other lady like what you're saying like i they're all beautiful but I kept feeling like she was in a different movie than the rest of them. Like, she was too real or something. Yes. Like, they were all playing it, like, a little more amped up, which, like, they definitely should be. And I felt like she was being so grounded that it seemed like she was just from something else. I mean, she might be. And additionally, she's only really been working for 10 years. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Like, I was thinking about, like, that reality that she kind of popped up out of nowhere like in 2008 and what was she doing before that? Yeah. And where is she, where is she now? Like, that's one thing I kept thinking about wagon stuff. Come here. Sorry. He's gone. We're trying lab mics, you guys. Um, but like, where did she come from? I don't like, know. Who just gets an acting career at, at like, I guess like 32 or so. I mean, she can't be 
like I assume she was in her like late thirties. These moms looked so young. But every no, of course, everyone in this like their age made no sense because of having a teenage daughter. Like it just was like so they all had kids when they were like nineteen. Yeah, that was a scary thing for me. Where there was one point where like the daughter came up to a mom and I was like. Oh, that must be like her slightly older sister. That's what I thought. The first scene, I thought that they were sisters. Yeah. And then I was just like, I guess this is her mom and I have to like accept that really fast. And then everybody who was a mom was really young and all the kids in high school looked like very close to their age. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, but the one thing I like about this, I will say before we like really start to get into it is that teens are really fucking hard to cast yeah they're super insufferable when they're insufferable <laughs> and we've seen that a lot on this yeah on this show but um like they did a good job of making this a a, a teen story which i love i love bad teens mm-hmm. um but like it was off of them like yeah. there's really only a couple scenes i will play one of them later but like there's really only a couple scenes where these people are like these actresses are left to their own devices to like act something out together. There's always moms in the picture. Oh my God. The movie was, I mean, it's called look at mom's club, but I was still at the end was like, so the high school cares about the moms a lot. Like it just felt like the high school life revolved around these, these moms so much. Okay. So do you know, so this was inspired by true events and I did. It was. Yes. And I did a little bit of research on like the backstory of that because like, tell me more. And um, apparently this was written by a professor from, uh, University of California at San Bernardino. Uh, she like dips in and out of movie writing. And this was something she sold because she went into a production company, Mar Vista, I think. And she pitched, she pitched this, um, idea. And then the executive started talking about this article she had read about a mom that had drugs planted on her outside of the school. So then I flash back to my like incessant 2020 watching and I'm like, oh my God, I remember that case. But like there's no paperwork on the internet, like not even a blogger suggesting that these are the same cases. Oh, wow. But there was this blonde, like older mom lady who was up against a mom and dad in the, in like the local PTA and the mom and dad of this family decided to like make her their target. And they put a shit ton of like weed and pain pills in her car at, at like a carpool pickup or whatever. So some local cop comes over and is like, Hey, we got a tip you of drugs. And she was like, check my car. And they found like a pound of marijuana. <laughs> um, they found like a pipe that had been used. So I kind of am like, what was going on in that family? Cause they planted yeah, this. Someone would have to test that. And then all these pain pills, which are like fucking expensive, by the way. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, that like, sounds you guys- like an expensive, uh, trick to play on somebody. Yeah. And so she <laughs> was like wrongfully accused and like fully went through it. And eventually they found the DNA of the other couple on the pipe. Oh, great. I'm a detective. Yeah. That was really So <laughs> this was what – so we only really saw a moment like close to that in this movie. Yeah. But um, it was surprising to me that they even claimed inspired by true events. Yeah. Given how difficult it was to even track back what it might be. Right. And also I feel like it gets pretty – well, you'd have to know a lot about that case, I guess, to be able to do that because this movie has so many weird little moments between the moms where, like, you'd have to know what their conversations were like. Yeah. Um, but I, that would be, I mean, the planting stuff in the car is enough to inspire me to want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think that they just ran wild <laughs> with the rip from the headlines idea. Yeah. So 
what where this movie opens up, we're on like sort of a gray suburban town. We see a woman in her car. She has mascara all over her just face, smudged completely under her eyes. Also, I kept thinking like she. I thought she was about to pull off her wig. <laughs> Did she have she a wig? Had, no, I don't know, but she kept like pulling at her hair. Like I thought she was going to pull out like extensions or something. Like, yeah, she was pulling it in a really weird way that was making me uncomfortable. Um, and her pills even sounded fake in her bottle. Like there was something about the the sound that they made where I was like, "That's the loudest pills." Right. And <laughs> the other thing with the pills too is that they were like always the they're always the capsule kind yeah. that are like half red, half white. Like, to let the audience know it's drugs. Like, hashtag drugs. But, like, it, no pill in real life looks like that. No. Like, out of anything. And so, I didn't even think, like, like, so then I was like, so she's going to do, like, a combo, like, overdose on pills while turning the gas on. In yeah. The car and closing the garage or whatever. I mean, it seems like a nice, co- if you're going to kill yourself. And it, and, and it doesn't by the have way, a good way to go. Don't. Nobody should do that. But if it's a, seemed very peaceful, you're not um, going to have like 100% because like where human nerve and survival instinct comes in and you're like, we'll just get out of the fucking car. Yeah. You also have these pills counteracting okay, that. Yeah, so that makes sense. You know what I mean? Totally. I was inspired. And she was saying, I'm a great mom. I'm a great mom. I'm a great mom. Like three times. But like also she makes a phone call right before where she says to her, I guess her husband on the phone on voicemail, Carl, I'm so sorry. We should be a family. You know that. I'm so sorry for everything. Please forgive me. This did not pay off enough for me. It doesn't pay off in any way. We don't even ever officially know that that's the lady. Was it Jenny or Judy? Jenny. Jenny, right, because then we see the note. Yeah. But I was like, this is... First of all, I thought it was our main lady, so I was like, oh, that's where it's going to end. We'll see how she gets there. Yeah. Then when I understood that it wasn't, I was like, wait, so... I don't know anything about why that lady died. I don't know. Like, no one ever really said, like, what happened with her family, right? Like, we didn't really get enough of an answer, I I mean, ultimately, I think what our takeaway from this is, is, like, some people, they just don't get it. (laughs) Because, like, Ginny wasn't, like... Oh my God, I, I like, bought into it. Like, I bought in way too far. Like, I... I believed a narrative that didn't exist in this world and I'm so fucking ashamed. Like, no, no, no. Like, Ginny died thinking that she did something very, very yeah. wrong. Which, you know, in the Wicked Moms Club, I could see that being their goal to make her think that. But, but like, she also crossed, like, we later see that she crossed out the eyes of Olivia in the picture. Yeah. And so I'm like, so she knew that she hated her. Yet she still right. is blaming herself for everything. Yeah, and it made happened. me wonder, especially like on the accusations that she had, which was that she was maybe sleeping with guys. There's no spoilers on this show. What we right. see is that there's what we assumed is that like, I mean, I don't know. Based on all of this, I'll just say that I don't think Ginny knew she was an innocent party, and I wonder why. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know? I wonder why. Yeah. So we're going to play our first clip. Uh, it's 322 to 517. Um, I want you to think about this question. Who were they saying wasn't impeccably dressed in this scene? Okay. Because I think they... No, they all were. When they're like... Right. And she shows up here impeccably dressed first thing in the morning. And I was like, everyone's hair and makeup is done exactly the same. Right. I don't know. Like, yeah. Now like I look back and I'm like, maybe they were talking shit on Mandy. Oh. But like, Mandy looks great. She looks, no, she looks perfect. Mandy's ready to go to a meeting Oh, but right so now. were they insulting her? Yeah. Okay. Let's watch. Okay. You looking for the office? Yes. It's this way. Thank you. You gotta be careful. You've got that new mom scent. 
Her last school was drop off and go, so I'm not used to such heavy parental involvement. Oh, you have no idea. I'm Suki. Hi, Mandy. This is Riley. Ninth grade. Yeah. I've got one in ninth grade too. Sailey. Oh. Mandy Wallace. Yes. Good luck. Olivia Peterson, Hi. momager of the team. Coach Shaw could make it, so I'm your welcoming committee. And you must be Riley. Aren't you gorgeous? <clears throat> this is my daughter, Chelsea. She's into gymnastics, too. So my mom said you just moved here? Yeah, from the city. Is that where you got those boots? Yeah, from Wicker Street. See, when people do something. Oh, I'm such a mean mom. <laughs> Coach Shaw asked me to give you these before practice. Uh, Riley's that's where she wants No, um, I'll go. Why don't you take Riley to homeroom? Can't be late on her first day. Okay. I'll pick you up your practice. Looks like she's right at home here. You're a lifesaver. <laughs> things are pretty shaky on the way over. Ugh, teenagers. So I've heard great things about the school. Yeah, it's great. We have our issues too, like cliques, for example. The group of high school kids, isn't that kind of unavoidable? Look at the Start back of the wig. Moms. It's like bumped Not out. president of the PTA. You really She's need to talk to Principal too. Marcus yes. again about the dress code. Because I don't want my husband seeing that when he drops Paige off for school. It's a mom in sh- like kind of short shorts. These are my girls, Colleen and Raina. Hi, I'm Mandy. Mandy's one of us. Well, except for being impeccably dressed at 8 a.m. Don't worry. Olivia will help you with that. Oh, so they're saying she's not. Yeah, they're saying she's not. Whoa, I totally misunderstood that. Yeah, I did too the first like couple times I watched it, and then I was like, "Well, wait a minute, that's like an intentional line. Like that come that's not like to kill time, right?" Um, but like, who would say that to another person? And also, she looks, if anything, better than they look. I would agree. Like, she's got, like, a full-on situation. That is so... That's such a mean thing to say. No, like, literally. Like, how they, do you move forward Yeah, from and then they, like... like, And she shakes it off like it's nothing. Almost like it's a compliment, which is part of why I was confused. Because, like, she doesn't seem to be, like, hurt by it at all. Right. And then they're mad at, like, or upset about the woman who runs up in, like, a sweatshirt and shorts or something. Right. I don't want my husband seeing that, which isn't even like sexy. If anything, it was like kind of sloppy, but it right, wasn't. Right. I don't She's understand. Like in her like mom pajamas, yeah. like trying to just get the kid to school, yeah, which is normal, right? And like what should be happening here. And when she's like, "You have the new mom scent," I was like, "Why is anyone aware of the moms at all? Like this is very." wicked it's wicked girl <laughs> and like this is the other thing too is that like what is the paperwork situation at this school like where i literally thought this was like short of like having her fingerprint yeah like they knew everything about them that she was new to school she's she was like gonna be in gymnastics. yeah yeah like even suki who we will find out is like very much not in favor yeah she knew everything and like Yes, this is a Lifetime movie, but also, like, how do they expect us to believe that? What <laughs> school is that? These aren't, like, kindergartners. No, and mean? then even the point later where she, like, runs and drops off a pa- like paperwork into the paperwork box outside of the school. Oh, yeah. I was like, who's opening that every day to, like, empty it out? Thank you. It was like, very weird. I've, I found that um, very distracting. Yeah. And also... Like not ethical, like and like really like, unnecessary. Unnecessary. Like, Does any school have a paperwork drop off? And like for everyone in America who's listening to this, this is like what I think a public school is in this world. Like this is not a private school where there's like any sort of like inner circle. This right. is just straight up the local public school that these moms are running. Yeah. And it makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they have like an expensive tuition or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
So then we go to an office building and we, uh, our hero, Mandy, she's talking to her boss. Uh, and they basically, she finds out that they landed, um, Healthcore Global, which is a huge account. I, I assume it's like a Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, but it was very, word. that was so vague for me that it took me a long time to understand that she was a blogger who was like getting to get something from her blog. So I think that that was like an aside. Like I think that she had this like little small time mommy blog that she was keeping that had like, okay. So it's not related to the blog yet. Yeah. So she was a copywriter. Um, and they want her to write lead copy on this like campaign. Okay. Right. Okay. Then her, and her boss literally says, but first coffee, which I thought was like amazing. Like literally (laughs) I died. She's like, but first coffee. This movie was only in 2017. So yeah, it was one hundred percent intentional. They've read it on every mug and sweatshirt. That's everything ever been made. on Etsy. Yeah, um, and she's like, "Yeah, first copy." And it's like <laughs> you just landed the biggest campaign of your career. Who knows what this healthcore group does, but they're very um, protective of their brand. Sometimes I think I'm really bad at watching stuff because I was fully paying attention and taking notes, and I still didn't get that she was like a copywriter. Yeah, oh, she <laughs> yeah she writes copy for this ad firm. So um, then we go to a ha- like a small time hardware store, and Mandy is at the like the counter, and she says like, "Is there a different brand of light bulbs? These ones keep like blowing out on me." Which I thought was a very strange question. Very strange. And her sweatshirt or like card, whatever she's wearing, it's like a shirt is just like falling off her shoulder. Yeah. And to me, that was the, uh, that was the second bare shoulder I'd seen within like five minutes. The first was uh, Olivia's daughter. And that was an accident that clearly the wardrobe person hadn't caught. But this one was like supposed to be sexy and like it was going to be like, she's just a lady who just is casually hot. And yeah. And she's going to turn around and flirt with this guy. And she is casually hot. She is. So she like, it turns out the guy behind her is like, no, you probably need a whole new fixture instead of light bulb. She wants like something off, like offbeat. And so he's like, you should go to this place, feather your nest. Did you notice that the guy that is saying this, so is wearing one of those shirts is just like... Like Carrie and Samantha and Charlotte. No. Like it was one of those, except all I could make out was the top word, which was Frank. And I'm like, all I could think of was like the Zappas. Yeah. So like for some what reason, I was be? like, what could it have been? What is this man's beat? Cause like he is an artist. Maybe, maybe it was like Frank Lord Wright. Like maybe yeah, like his it's shirt all architects. Was all architects. <gasps> Shit, Miles. I, I just like, like blew my own mind. He, <sighs> Right away, I was like, I thought he was a killer. I thought he was going to murder her later. Yeah. I just felt like this guy's obviously bad, and they're trying to make it very clear that he's bad. He's kind of a silver fox. Like, yeah. let's, like, explain this. He's kind of a silver fox. It's unclear whether or not this man could or could not have, like, a great sense of humor. Right. And I felt I, – I, it was one of those moments, though, where I was like, why is – this how they're flirting i don't know i was dead set on him being like the twist ultimately like that he and olivia were gonna be like we both are here and i'm killing you or something yeah. and it just like it just paid off with them being in love and i was like oh okay that's disappointing to me yeah um and this and he is like the actor seems hesitant and weird the whole time <laughs> which i don't think is intentional okay yeah i guess Do if that's the way I, mean? I look at it then that's the difference that's what's making him come off like he's like got a secret no he reads like that i think he's just not yeah. a, good, a great actor um and no offense to him um no but offense, I, just I just think it's that very lifetimey sort of thing where it's just kind of like you were given not a lot to work with no probably. and that's a lot of the problem is the the dialogue that they have to work with is so bare bones it ain't great and like not nuanced at all 
Yeah. That even him being like, you should go to like, what was it like a feather is nest or whatever. It was like, yeah. Why is that the name? Like my feeling is if it's going to be so simple the whole way through and like kind of straightforward, then like everything should be a clue. Like it shouldn't be like, they're just casually talking about some store we're, ne- we're never going to see or something. Well, that's why we, this is where we run into problems with lifetime movies. And this is by the way, the actor, Trevor St. John, who plays Alice. Oh, okay. He's kind of hot on his IMDb. Yeah. And he's had a nice little career for himself. He's done, I mean, he got, Jesus Christ. The, he's in a ton of shit. Yeah. He's uh, One Life to Live was like his bread oh, and okay. butter, well, I think. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Youthful Days. Something called Youthful Days that he did 17 episodes of. <laughs> uh I think he's rich. Um, I don't, I, I mean, how many I episodes he, of One Life to Live was he on? Do you know what? I think he's happy is what he is. Um, he did 188 episodes he's of One great. Life to Live. Yeah, he's doing great. No, and soap opera acting is like a whole different world and they actually have to be so good. Like if you know yeah. anything about that schedule, they get the script like a second before and then they just like shoot it one time and then they're done. Yeah. It's like it's the crazy. fastest thing ever. Um, you have to memorize it super fast and just like commit. So that works for me in this context. Yeah. Um, those skills for sure. So, um, Olivia calls, calls, uh, Mandy and she like calls her and she's like, Hey mama. Already that pissed me off. I'd be like, we don't know. We don't know each other. Like that's a lot. Um, and then she's like, okay, I'm on my way to practice. We like the girls love groupies. And she's like, I don't think Riley would like that. She's like, Chelsea didn't either, but now we're so close. Such um, a weird tactic. Which like, I think at best speaks to Mandy's vulnerability. Like she's so hard up for like human connection. But it's so weird because she doesn't feel that way at all. This actor and the character makes the character feel so self-possessed that you're like, yes. she's fine. She's like a woman in a Valtrex commercial who can like do anything. Like yes. she's just like, I fear not for her. But then like, she's just immediately falling in with them. And I'm like, why? She seems so confident. Like she has her own thing going. And I doesn't feel like her life is falling apart. Like we later kind of see that like, yeah, it's, she's divorced and like maybe shit's not going great. And or like something. kind of what's the message here? Like, does everyone need friends? Yeah. Like, because I get that. Like, if that's the message, I'm I'm right there, new to a town. Vulnerable. I also think it's like hot girl stuff that I might not understand. That like you, when like hot people meet another hot person, just like now you're our friend, and they're like, okay. Like I don't think I would necessarily be hanging out with them right away immediately. Yeah, like that's so <laughs> deep that I don't even really fully understand that <laughs> that situation. It just like it looked that. like it in the movie where they're like, she, they're like, you're a model. Why don't you hang out with us? We're all hot. Yeah, no. Um, my friends said something really like brilliant once that like kind of has had layers of uh, aged, which was that like people hike running canyons and like cast of C- like CW shows where, and I'm like, you're right. Yeah. Like it's like you all just like kind of fucking work. Wow. And that's definitely what I think is going you on. You find your people. Yeah. Just naturally. So, um, they get to the practice. It's, like a gymnast thing, gymnastics. Yeah. Did you do gymnastics. No, I did it for like a second as a child and I was horrible. Yeah, I was horrible. Yeah. Like my mom didn't even want to pay for more. Like yeah. She was I was just, just like, like, I'm scared of doing a cartwheel and it was over. So. She put me in modern dance. Like oh, nice. she was like, here's my little soft weirdo. We'll do this. So <laughs> Chelsea, is, who's Olivia's daughter, is like killing with the sweater, is killing it at the bar. And they're all the moms are like, oh, Chelsea, they're all like whispering about her, which is like so dark. And I hope like, if one thing has come out of me, like basically forfeiting, like the opportunity to have a normal life and like live out here, it's that I don't 
I'm not like whispering in a gym about oh like God. the hierarchy of daughters. No, but there was a point during it where I thought, oh, I can't wait to like have a kid and go to these weird events. And then my boyfriend was like, you don't want that to happen. You'll be bored and you'll hate every second of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't feel like that. But I don't know. In my head, like I was like, that seems kind of fun, like going to watch something and like having no there's no part of me that's like required to do anything and I can just sure. like watch and like watch these people like put something together and well but enjoy. like what would be normal is like going to the meets or like right the, but right like not the practice the daily practice yeah. uninvited so I will say personally that I felt nausea watching all of these scenes because all I could think about was my face hitting that bar oh god yeah like, no and they do a great they do a pretty good job actually with clearly having stunt people doing the tricks yeah but like there, there are many points where they just like fully cut off like the top half of the body. Yeah. And then you just see the ponytail flip over. Like you never see there like anything that is like tricking us into thinking it's that. No, no, no. <laughs> I th- they did a very good, they did a very good lifetime job yeah. with this. Um, so the coach comes up and introduces herself and she's like, um, you know, Riley's very impressive. Um, and the mom's like, yeah, thanks, whatever. Like, Mandy is so chill about this, like here nor there. I don't give a shit if my daughter like succeeds in gymnastics as long as she's happy. Right. Um, and then we see the mom sort of like having a little like moment around one of the daughters reading a blog called the pain inside. (sighs) And the pain inside is about a girl talking about all of her inner turmoil. It's like very hashtag relatable. Um, and the moms think it's like very silly and negative and they don't want their daughters reading it. And basically they're just like, stop, like, don't even talk about it in front of Riley. Like she's new, but it has like a million followers or something has a million followers. And it's very like, it's a Tumblr essentially. Yeah. And this yeah. is like where we learn that like, th- these are like Tumblr era people because I think even Mandy's blog is a Tumblr. Well, like it, the fact that this was made in 2017 is interesting because I don't feel like there are blogs like this right now that no. teens are interested in. I, however, have read like Mormon mommy blogs for the last 15 years. Same. Do you? Yeah. Okay, wait, we should compare notes. Wait, because- do you even know that like I literally am like friends with a woman that I found through Rosie O'Donnell's poetry blogs Whoa. comments, and like I, she's like an adoptive mother, and like I. Will, like comment like oh my god your kids are like doing so great like oh my god her, i love this the youngest one was like five when i found her and he's almost 18 now yes i've been following some of these families since the kids were born and now they're like in high school and it's, it's very satisfying i it don't is. know what it is but like it also was very hard i don't know if did you follow deuce at all no what's deuce deuce is like the original mommy blogger her name's heather armstrong and like when oh, she got so. a divorce like it was sort of this tipping point and like the mommy blogs i was stopped Talking, mm-hmm. and a lot of them started to get divorced and it like really affected me do you ever do you know what the website go me get off my internet or whatever yeah okay so yeah, that's a great site to look at if you uh if you if you like any blog go find the blog on go me and you'll see people shit talking the blog and that's the best for me because i feel like it's the it kind of like satisfies that need to leave a negative comment like you just go like 
oh, I'm thinking something negative. Let me see if anyone else said it. And then you can be like, oh, someone said it. Okay. So like there's right, someone right. out there who like agrees. That I that didn't know people stupid. like still followed get off my internet. That I, was like started years ago. Yeah. And I only found it like three years ago. And so then I, I check in only when my bloggers do something that's really annoying. And then I see what everyone's saying. Do you about follow it. like, I think the big one is like freckled fox. No, I know that people, one. I don't yeah. know. I have never Meanie read dialogues it. Meanie dialogues is my main. hate her. Meanie yeah, yeah. dialogues. Meanie dialogues. Meanie dialogues. Is this woman who, it's really fascinating. She's Mormon, has like five kids. Good for her. Yeah. And they, she and her husband were in a plane crash. Like she had this popular blog about her family and she was like very beautiful and her kids were like very anthropology. The husband died in a plane crash. No, no. Yeah, the I pilot know. died, but her husband lived. Oh. But they were in a plane crash together, but she had 80% of her body burned like third degree burns. It was horrible. And so oh, I don't it's know been this. her recovery. So I started following once the plane crash happened. So my friend told me about it who had been following it before. Yeah. And I've been following ever since. And it's like, I read it every day. I don't know. Like yeah. I, there's, there's nothing to really say about it. Like it's not interesting. Like it is interesting watching her like get through this. It's trauma. the minutia of another person's life. That's yeah. like sort of, yeah, I follow a family on YouTube now that <laughs> it was, did you ever see Holy Rollers? No, what is that? It was about like these Christians that learn how to count cards and were like basically oh, wow. okay, running yes, casinos. I know this is. So the dad of one of those families, he started a vlog because his family's really into hiking and just like their sort of like approach to life, which is a little bit of like uh Jews for Jesus sort of deal where they like incorporate Jewish traditions into their Christian life. Mm-hmm. They're very religious. He's a sex addict. He did a two hour inventory on YouTube of like all of his sex addiction shit. Oh my God. I want to watch that. And they now have six kids and they just hiked the Appalachian trail as a family um, with kids everywhere from like, I think 15 to six months. And these people they're, they're, they're wild. That's a crazy one because they're telling you a lot of dark secrets. Like most of the ones I follow don't give you anything personal. And you're like, tell me the fucking facts. Like I follow, um, love Taza, which is this woman who lives in New York with her now, like five kids. And they are like, she's like beautiful. Like like, New York state or the city. city. And they had like lived in this tiny apartment forever. And now they got a better one. But like, there's so many kids packed into this place, but it's just, all like very commercial at this point. Like there's nothing I've never got, no one's ever admitted anything dark about their life or whatever. Right. Yeah. I, I do wonder, like I, it doesn't sit some of these divorces, like I'm still waiting for the tea. And I know that like probably because they have younger kids and also it's not like palatable. They'll never, but it's so unfair because you follow them for their life every day and they're getting money off of you following them. And then if something goes wrong, they're not going to share it. That's not right. In my opinion, I feel like like, tell me everything with deuce. Like her husband was appearing and like sponsored Ikea ads, like after they had already separated. And she was like, we had a deal with (laughs) Ikea. We, had to follow it That's through like dark. and like i get it i think yeah i mean money but sure. like yeah so anyway okay so mandy runs into suki at practice and she like tries to start up a combo but suki's like just stay away from these other women it never ends well mm-hmm. and she's gone but she still seems to be part of it all in my mind like i, yeah. I consider her like one of them what's her daughter's name like zelly or something yeah yeah um so then Riley's like, can I stay at Chelsea's house tonight? And Mandy's like, no, 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 no. We've got a big night. And Olivia's like, no, you know what? We have to go out and have a girl's night. Then her husband, Bo, comes in. Who is like a PA or something. Like, he is so random feeling to me with this woman. 
I don't know how they met. I don't know where they <laughs> met. Like, like some things come out about his family at the end. So you're like, okay, I can see how this like worked for her. He is hot, but like, it just feels random. Like it, ju- it just, and the wig honestly has thrown, it throws off every relationship for me in this movie because all I'm thinking is, why do they let her wear this wig? What's happening under the wig? Is she going to mm. reveal that like, She's dying or like, what's happening? They make out in front of the kids in a way that I'm just like, that man would never drive my daughter home. Yeah. Because like, there's no sensitivity around the fact that like these children didn't sign up to like watch your husband. Yeah, like disgusting. Fucking tongue you at this thing. <laughs> so Olivia's like, you know what? Like, let's get a car. We'll go drink. So let's play um 1043 to 1410. It's a long clip, but. A lot goes on at the country club. Yeah. Drink. All right, then. <laughs> Welcome to Havenhurst Country Club. <laughs> this place is incredible. I know, right? My home away from home. I wish this was my home away from home. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's pretty great. <laughs> Olivia. Such a tragedy would happen to Ginny. Oh, look, Colleen and Raina beat us here. I'll be right there. Hi. Holly Rostam, president of the board. She loves cornering Olivia. I wonder what she's gossiping about this time. Jimmy. Another mom? She was a total mess. Drinking, popping pills, sleeping around. She lost custody of her kids. Husband left her. How awful. I'm surprised you don't know about this. The realtor didn't care to share your home's unfortunate history. What do you mean? Honey, you're living in her house. You know nothing was happening between Ginny and Beau. We all know Ginny's past. It's hard to believe she didn't try. She made a mistake. And now her children will live without a mother. But I guess that's on your conscience. Hmm. Kind of like it's on your conscience how your daddy bribes his way into government contracts. Guess it would be rough going if that income stream dried up. It was so great catching up. Ah, you guys ordered me a martini. Fabulous. So, how long have you guys been coming here? Since we were kids. Olivia was a member and Colleen was her plus one. And Reyna was her charity case. (laughs) Hi. Can we get a round of your best champagne? Oh, no, no, none for me. I'm a lightweight. Don't be silly, I got us a driver. It's like you had this whole thing planned out. (laughs) I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get you to have fun. (laughs) What I wouldn't give to put that cute waiter in a doggy bag for later. (laughs) So, Andy, I'm curious. Why did you decide to move here in the middle of the school year? Your husband get a new job? Uh, No, I'm divorced. Oh, I I didn't know. No, it's fine. Um, 
Love the area, and I, I figured it was as good as time as any. Two months before the end of the school year? Yeah, a little jarring for Riley, isn't it? Okay, all right, ladies. Her daughter's having no issues adjusting. Enough with the Inquisitions, jeez. <laughs> ah, perfect timing. A toast to Mandy. Welcome to Havenhurst. Welcome. Welcome. So, like, let's just, like, spill some tea on, like, what the fuck is is all this. So, like, this is a setup. Colleen's, like, a redhead. Like, you can't tell if she wants to fuck everyone or not. Like, she wants to fuck the waiter. She's super sexual with how she speaks. Yes. Super sexual (laughs) and, like, also subordinate to this the lady with the wig, Olivia. Yeah. And then there's Raina, who's like, literally, she's too good for this entire group of people. She's like a beautiful, she's a beautiful black woman who has like, just like, she's always, she's always like impeccable. And she seems the one to like bump on this group the most, mm-hmm. which she's right to do. Um, And I don't understand how these women are even with the commonality of their daughters all being at this school are even friends. No, no. And they also did that thing of like, there's a blonde, a redhead. Yes. Uh, a black lady and a lady with brown hair. Yeah. Like it's like, they just like filled every slot of like hair. <laughs> I do think that like lifetime is, well, we talk about this, like the diversity casting. I do think that lifetime tries a, is trying a little hard. That, I mean, it's good. Uh, it, no, it's great. Totally. But it's like when it's so obvious, it's, it's the like most funny. Obvious yeah. thing. And then there's like Suki, which is like the name Suki. And then like this, the one Asian woman that's like isolated from the rest of the group. It's like literally a biology brochure like, yeah. come to life. And it's like very dark. And it's, it's all just, it's so forced by lifetime. God bless them. They try, but like, this is not the way. Right. Like I definitely noticed when I watch something and it's all white and I think that's lame. But yeah. then like, this is like, let's just check every box so that everyone's satisfied or something. Yeah. It's almost lamer yeah. in a way because it's just like, this isn't pure. There's yeah. the thing, there's nothing about like pureness here. This is just like, we have to, we're making a movie and I really want it to go. Yeah. So like one of these women <laughs> is like this, one of these women is that like, it's never. Well, and it's the same as we were saying, like you can't have two characters with characters with brown hair for some reason. Like I, Honestly, I probably would have been confused if Olivia wasn't wearing a wig because she's very pretty in, a, in the same, like, sort of obvious way as the other lead lady. Yes. She looks so very I, similar. I did need that her to have a different color hair, I think, which is, like, pathetic. But at the same time, I always feel like, why can't there just be two people in a group of friends? Like, not all my friends, like, have different hair or, like, <laughs> I don't right. know. Like, it just seems like very, like, an obvious way to be like, and she's evil and she's good. So this is Ashley Wood who plays Olivia in real life. She's gorgeous. She looks and like her Courtney hair Cox. is like, yeah, her hair is like amazing. So then I feel sad that she had to like put it up in that wig where it's clearly bunching out in the back the whole time. Like fully Courtney Cox, black Irish, like dark, dark hair, blue eyes. I don't understand it. I mean, she must be an amazing actress. That's my only takeaway. I mean, she was good. You know who she looks like to me with the blonde wig at least? I don't know if you know who... Jenny Mullen is that yeah. yeah she looks like her like on a very basic oh I guess level. I could see that yeah. yeah okay okay so then we go back to the school and at this point um we go to actually I'm sorry we're not at the school yet we're going on the ride home and Olivia's like I am so sorry for like Raina and Colleen like they're just out of their minds and Mandy's like it's okay 
She's really hard to talk about. Uh, we're going to look out for each other. And Mandy tells her, you know what? Here's the truth. We moved here because Riley like got into drugs. I thought it was so crazy that she told her that in the car. I was like, if you can tell that anyone is not trustworthy, it's this person. Like, and you're going to just go, don't tell anyone, but this is my biggest secret, basically. Which is like where I'm wondering, like, was she plied with liquor? She didn't seem drunk or anything. She didn't seem drunk. So she says that, like, you know, all the signs were there. She dropped out of gymnastic. Jewelry went missing. Her husband was cheating during all of this. Um, and Olivia's like, you deserve better. And she's like, you know what? Mandy's mom adventures. She's like, you know, my blog. She's like, she's how like, do you know about my blog? Of course. She's like, I know Mae Cummings. Um, she's a friend. We'll see if like, she'll promote your blog. Mae Cummings is apparently Oh, like, the parenting guru. She's amazing. That's the quote I wrote down. Totally. The parenting guru. She's amazing. In my mind, that like went right to Dr. Laura in my head. Oh, yeah. I was like, she's very like of that way. So. Um, so she's like, I'll see you tomorrow at seven. She's like, school starts at eight. She's like, no, for yoga. Um, I'll pick you up. And why is she? I don't know. I just, maybe I'm just antisocial, but I just don't think I would agree. I'd be like, oh, I'll skip that. I'll see you at the other thing. 100%. It's like, there's too many things. Why am I immediately only hanging out with you? Exactly. Like, not only do I feel isolated by that, but it's just like, it's too many plans. Yeah. Like, I just am seeing you. So, Mandy's cleaning and, like, putting away some stuff in the house, and she finds a copy of Nietzsche's, like, Beyond Good and Evil, um, which is, like, leftover from the previous tenant. It was jammed in the drawer, like, in the back of the drawer. So she reads a quote, whoever fights monsters should see to it in the process that they do not become evil. Um, There's some more, but you get the gist. And then she's, like, literally, like, opens it, and there's this picture of all of the moms – uh, and Jenny. Yes. And Olivia's eyes are like crossed out. Yeah, like with a knife, like X, X's through them. And then she just like, Mandy looks at this and goes, she was unhinged. Um, which like, this wasn't a reminder to me that I was like saying, Molly, don't like drive this home. There's probably people like your age listening to this, but like, in case you're like mixed up in your life. Don't ever fucking believe anything anyone ever says about another person. Like, <laughs> that is on you to decide. Like, that's just, a very good bit of advice. Like, actually. just the idea of her reading this and being like, she's unhinged. Like, yeah. first of all, it's a classic piece of literature. Right. And like, the access through this lady's eyes, who honestly has seemed evil to me from the first second you met her. So why would you assume it's the woman who's dead who? Yeah. That, like, no one wants to talk about how she died. Like, it's just, it's very... And you're living in her house, by the way. Have they said that yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, um, Arena said at dinner. That's so crazy that that didn't upset her more, Mandy. Yeah, I mean, especially because it's a severe legal issue. Like, they have to tell you. They're supposed to tell you, yeah. Yeah. So, um... Then Olivia comes by with a few things, um, yoga clothes. And she's like, I was going to donate them to charity, but I thought you'd like them. Um, and Mandy like goes to try on the bra that she's given her. She's like, um, let me see it, girl. <laughs> no, 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 truly. So she like goes to the bathroom to like put on her bra. And while Olivia's, um, while she's doing that, Olivia like goes to help herself to just some coffee and she sees Mandy's watch sitting right there. And it was like really heavy Mr. Coffee um, promotion within it. Like it was just like zoom in on Mr. Coffee where I thought like, is it going to be about how it says Mr. Coffee? Like I thought that oh, had to be important. Oh, well, for sure. I thought it was about <laughs> Mr. Coffee. I didn't even realize it was a watch like the third time I was watching it. Yeah. So then Olivia like um, 
she like spots her watch and she puts it into her bra right as Mandy's coming out with her new sports bra. But pretty slowly. Like I felt like there was plenty of time for Mandy to like see like she's holding that. Right. Like she was standing there like looking at it. For, like, a long time. I would even, like, say to a friend, like, why are you touching your tits? Like, yeah, you know it was what I mean? weird. Like, like, there was a whole moment happening. Um, So then they're at yoga, and she's like, hey, girls. They all say hi. And they're, like, very – the other girls are weirded out that Mandy's there. Um, oh, yeah. Wait, and then Olivia said a comment, like, you've got to get up front because when Raphael does downward dog or whatever. And I was yeah. like – And then we, like, saw him, and he, like, he wasn't, like – just like stereotypically hot in a way where I was like, why is she making this comment about him? It's like, very, you would like, expect it to be up. like six pack man, just like yeah, greased up for that comment. But either way, like it's also this like horned upification of like housewives that I yeah. can't deal with where it's just like, why is, why are you guys so like eager to spot a dude bending over? Yeah, it's gross. So then we go to the PTA meeting. Um, and Olivia introduces everyone to Mandy and she's like, she's the perfect person to do marketing. Suki was going to do it, but it was too much responsibility. And with Zaley being, uh, in school and everything, she, you know, she's a working mom. Oh, wait a minute. We're all working moms. Whoops. Yeah. So she mom shames her. Um, then we see Colleen making an attempt to like flirt with this guy, Ellis, who's the guy from the hardware store earlier, um, by like, negging some other father yeah and they make like a, a plan to hang out and then olivia is like i saw him checking you out and it was like and she's like really and i was like you just made plans with him like it's already happening yeah so they're going to feather your nest on monday oh so um, they go there yeah so i didn't then, realize that's where they were going yeah so then they um <clears throat> the meet positions are then announced for the upcoming meet and chelsea is number one and riley is number two um and suki walks out very upset not sure why we go to the hallway where Suki's wearing a very confusing, like illusion blouse. Oh, okay. Do you, do you see? I don't feel like I remember the blouse. We'll watch this, but like it's 2219 to 2351. Okay. It's like a, do you think that's supposed to be a nude see through? Oh, blouse? I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Like it's like sheer on the front. Like it's sheer on the front, but I can't but tell is it supposed to be? if it's supposed to be like an illusion that like there's no front there or like what the deal is it's very lifetimey i'll tell you that hey suki uh do you have a second i already gave you my advice i just want to let you know that i took on marketing for the spring fair but you're welcome to do it <laughs> trust me the pta is the furthest thing from my mind uh hey uh Zaley's, uh crying in the bathroom she's upset because she didn't get invited to chelsea's birthday i tried talking to her but um I just thought you should know. Meet you in the car. Sure. I'm the bad guy here. I rented out a high-end salon for Chelsea's birthday, and I told her she had to limit the number. And you know, girls, friends one day, enemies the next. Kind of like you and Ginny. Look, I know it's none of my business, um, but I live in Ginny's house, you know. Yeah, um, we were friends, or at least I thought we were, and then things got weird. Weird how? She just sort of lost it. She spiraled out of control and developed, like, an unhealthy obsession with me. I tried to help her, but I guess I didn't help her enough. 
the past is in the past. Let's go get the girls. Sounds good. Stop. Gross. She's so evil and scary. Especially when, like, let's, like, break down what this birthday is. And it's an extravagant birthday. I rent out a salon. A rent high out end a salon. salon. Everyone gets gifts that are a dress. A yeah. Little, like, literal physical dress. But, like, at this point, will it kill you to include Zaylee? Yeah, like, no. If Zaylee's crying in the bathroom, this obviously means something. Yeah. But they so, hate Suki, so they don't care. So we're back at home now. Riley's like, hey, mom, when's dinner? And Mandy's like, I don't know, but where's my watch? And Riley's like, mom, like, you know, are you accusing me? And she's like, no, no, no. Riley's like, uh-huh, smile and nod. Which never really comes back. Like, they bring it back later, but it's not anywhere in this, like, blog thing. Yeah. So I don't know why she, like, eventually winds up thinking her daughter wrote this blog. No, but is this the point where she tells her, oh, she tells her she's a cutter, the girl or something? Zaylee's a cutter. Zaylee is a cutter. cutter. She doesn't know the details. She heard about it from uh, one of the other girls. Paige told her. Um, And that was, like, pretty heavy. It was heavy. And, like, the weirdest part was, like, Riley's, like, I'm going to go to my room and, like, do my homework. And then he's, like, Riley. Like, after, and I'm, like, <laughs> like she's, like, dealing just, like, with a lot right forced now. Forced a cutting confession out of your daughter about another person. And she just moved to the school two months before the end of the year and doesn't even complain. Which is weird. Yeah. Like, let's. There's no part where Riley's, like. I can't believe I have to start over. Can we? Like, yeah. I definitely knew one kid whose dad was military who, like, came mid-year. Yeah. But it was, like, at Christmas. And it's noticeable, though, when there's a new kid. And, like, for them, it's a harder adjustment. Like, I never moved, so I didn't have to deal with that. But I feel like I would have been a total bitch if I had to. Totally. Um, Or it would have, like, just emotionally destroyed Or it would have been, like, you. I can't yeah. get any rings. So, um, Mandy's going through all the mail and she sees a blank envelope and she opens it and it's a piece of paper that has typed out, you're going to end up like Jenny. Which is written so big in like courier font or whatever. And it's like, I honestly thought about it a lot because I was like, whoever wrote this had to like make the margin smaller. Yes. Like they had to like go through a lot to make this as big as it is in one line or two lines or whatever it is. Yeah, I know. It's one line. And, like, it's weird because also Mandy's reaction to this is just be like, uh. This would be the scariest shit ever. If I was at home alone, I just moved to a new town. I live in the house where this person died. And then I find a note that says, yes. Yeah. And it just says, you're going to end up like Ginny. Someone just said you're going to die. Yeah. And where did it come from? And then her life go out, right? Yeah. So, um, then she goes into work. Her boss is like, your blog blew up overnight. You have 90,000 followers now. The health company wants us actually like, they want to sponsor you. They want to sponsor your blog. That's where I got confused. So we go to Chelsea's super opulent birthday. It's 2723 to 2923. Hey. Hi. Welcome to Chelsea's party. Wine for moms. Oh, thank you. Mocktails for girls. Hey, why don't you take Riley to the back so she can pick out a dress? Okay. I'm so glad you're here. Mandy, we're all getting facials with Katarina. You need that new power blogger glow. (laughs) I can't thank you enough. I have a huge meeting with a sponsor next week. Healthcore Global. That's amazing. Never heard of them. That's because the only food you eat is fried. Hey, Mom. Wow. Don't you look gorgeous? 
Careful, Riley. It's alone. Oh, no, please. It's a party favor. Olivia, that's too much. Seriously. Relax. I only go all out once a year. Besides, it's technically all on Colleen's account anyway. She gets a family discount. <laughs> This is my sister's place. Don't worry. Olivia will pay me back with interest. Mandy, you should take a picture with Riley. She looks beautiful. Yeah. Do you mind? Not at all. Say cheese. Super duo. Ah, gorgeous. <laughs> Can I come in? Yeah, come on in. What's on your mind? I'm sorry I've been giving you a hard time. Riley, I am. I just, I really like it here. Because we're not moving again. <laughs> Why isn't she haunted by the fact that they live in a dead person's house? That would be like the plot for me of this yeah, whole thing. This is like is where I moved into a starts. house. Yeah. But like, let's talk about like, I don't know. I had a single mom, like loved her. But like, especially the older I got, the more sus I became of her. Yeah. And like laying down in her bed while she <laughs> reads a book and just kind of like watching her read be the last thing on my Yeah, agenda. she lays there, like, they're done talking, and then she, like, stays and watches her read. It is yeah. weird. Or even, like, the intimacy of the way that the whole conversation went down seems a little strange It's very me. cozy. So we're at the big meet now, and Riley's taking her turn, and she does, like, this double cartwheel thing on the beam, <laughs> um, which, like, completely gave me the chills. Um, Chelsea's turn is next, and Olivia's pacing in the audience as she watches on in a way that's so distracting that I can't imagine that she thought her daughter was going to, like, hit anything. Oh, yeah. The crowd in this moment was fucking wild. And that, like... Oh, they're, like, all reacting at exactly the same time, like, saying the same things. But, like, also there's, like, a random, like, 32-year-old man there. And then there's this guy that, like, he's wearing, a uh, like, a black hoodie that's worn. He looks oh, yeah. like he just, like, crushed Monster Energy drinks. Like, I don't know if this is the same point, but there's, like, some point where, like, an older man tells a younger man something about one of the girls. And I was like, what are, why are they caring about what's happening here? I just wrote, how are these people supposed to know these girls and why are they allowed there? And then like the crowd, like whenever she was about to fall, they were like, oh, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> like together. Like it was like, but don't you ever like go to these things? Like, I feel like you shouldn't react whenever something is about to happen. Like, and it's probably not uncommon that someone falls. That, or like, yeah. I don't know. Or like slips a little bit. Um, so Chelsea sticks her landing, but she scores a lot lower than Riley. Um, and Olivia looks pissed. So in the locker room after the coach is like, we're going to switch your positions. Riley, you're number one. Chelsea, you're number two. Chelsea's like, oh, that's fine. But her mom's like, we need to maybe talk to the principal about this. I'm sorry. I'll step that back. Let's not talk to the principal. Let's go to the country club together tonight. Yo, yeah. Wait, hold on. Is this before she asked the coach to dinner? And then she goes, and the coach <laughs> is like, I'm not going to bump on that. Like, I will go to yeah. dinner with you tonight. Um, and then Mandy takes a picture of her daughter, like, holding up her medal. And in the background, Olivia's just, like, <laughs> scowling and then she like keeps she like notices that but like doesn't take another picture and doesn't like say like 
why are you like, oh, you were scowling in the picture. That's funny. Or something like lighten it up a little bit. Right. Lighten the mood. Um, but like the, the coach's willingness to go to dinner with her shocked me. The coach was so excited. I was like, the coach is in love with her. I didn't know if there was some other, I just kept like yearning for subtext and there just wasn't any, it was just like the coach was like, okay. Yeah. 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 I love dinner at the country club. Um, now we go to Colleen and Raina. They're talking, uh, they're talking after the meet and they're saying like, we can't believe Riley stole Chelsea's signature move. (laughs) Um, which is that double back handspring Mm -hmm. thing. Um, and, uh, Colleen's like, the worst part was when Mandy said, poor Chelsea. And Olivia does not like this at all. Poor Chelsea's very triggering for her. Yeah. So that night at Olivia's house, they're eating a family dinner in silence, and Olivia gives Chelsea a piece of cake that's like a portion of the cake. The ages of the people, like, these people sh- just don't seem like they would be married, and then he doesn't seem like he's the right age to be this kid's dad. I don't know. Everyone looks very young. Everyone looks super young, which is, you know, fuck Hollywood wise. I mean, good for them. Um, let's play this clip. It's truly shit, like just worrying. The piece of cake is like so comically small. It's, it's a like, piece of a layer. It's like it fell off. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> this is this is like nothing. Oh. Well, maybe if you were lighter on your feet, you'd have better balance. What's that supposed to mean? We own a scale. Olivia, are you serious right now? Do you have any idea how much money we've poured into training and summer programs? Hmm? I expect more than half-ass beam work. Riley's better than me, okay? So deal with it. She's only had four years of training, and she can do everything I can. That yeah. inspired me. Like yeah. that signature I was like, oh, back I handspring. To do you taught her. <laughs> Maybe in four years, I could be good at it. She's only your friend, so she can manipulate you. <laughs> and you are too much of a sap to see it. I don't understand why she said sap. You're just jealous. Because I have a real friend. What does sap really mean? And damn, she just laid it down. Also, like, cut your own piece of cake and eat it. Yeah. He's like, come on, Olivia. Like, she's a complete bitch. One of my favorite ways to watch Lifetime movies is on the Lifetime Movie Club, streaming 100 Lifetime movies anywhere, anytime. New movies are rotated in weekly, so you will never run out of new juicy movies to watch. Plus, listeners of Mother May I Sleep a Podcast get an exclusive one-month free trial. Just go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls, and if you're still not convinced, let me tell you about this month's movies. We've got I Am Elizabeth Smart, which I believe was produced by Elizabeth Smart, has Skeet Ulrich in it, and it is beyond creepy. It really... If you ever thought you knew what happened to Elizabeth Smart, watch this because you didn't. Uh, Cocaine Godmother is on there. How could anyone not watch a movie called Cocaine Godmother? And Rules Too Late to Say Goodbye and Committed. Again, to get your free month of Lifetime Movie Club, go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls. That's LifetimeMovieClub.com slash M-O-L-L-S for the exclusive to us offer of one free month. Were you from, like, a dessert family? 
Uh, yeah, I love dessert. I mean, we didn't like have a cake after dinner, but like I yeah. would just eat cookies until I felt sick, probably. Totally. <laughs> there were like families that were exactly like this, and families that like I, you know, like print like pretty straightforward upbringing over here. But like, definitely had friends whose moms would like pull out a Sara Lee apple. Oh yeah, no, I never had that experience. And we mainly were eating like Burger King and sitting on the floor watching TV. Like it was like, not like totally. My mom will argue that that wasn't true, but I was there. Yeah. 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 You know, (laughs) you remember, but like the idea of these families, it mostly exists in movies, I would say, but also occasionally in real life to a disturbing degree. Yeah. Where it's like, there's a full pie or just like, like right like it's a holiday out. or something like i, I just love this sweets. is a holiday yeah that felt special like it was like a birthday cake yeah that was that was what was weird is like a full-blown iced yes red velvet cake um so Bo gets up which i loved for him yeah. he walks away from the table he's like bye and then olivia eats the cake to herself which she's so happy and smug and like couldn't care less that her whole family fucking hates her and like i'm such like a nervous person in general that like around food like i really have to be emotionally warmed up yeah to, like eat in front of anyone or do anything like that <laughs> let alone like I'm just by myself. I've just been a fucking cunt to my daughter. And like my husband is mortified by me. Yeah. And I'm never going to eat a piece of cake satisfied in that moment. No, I would feel like shit. I feel like I would be running after everyone trying to apologize to them. So obvious. I mean, that's why I didn't really get why the daughter was so shocked by the way her mom was treating her. She was at the meet. She knew her mom would probably hate that. Like her mom's like this. Absolutely. She's a controlling psycho. So then at home, Mandy's photoshopping out the background of Riley's picture where Olivia Which like scowling. she does really well. Like she just makes it perfectly gray behind the daughter. Like I didn't totally. understand how that computer program worked but um and she writes the road isn't always easy so stop and celebrate hard work and its sweet rewards and then right away it's getting a ton of engagement i love this moment because she was like the road the road isn't always easy like she's right she knew she needed to start with the road like and then she built from there which i was just like girl look at you carrie bradshaw just like fucking first draft again so uh, the next day at the PTA meeting, they do an update on the spring fair. And mm-hmm. Colleen says she's going to uh, gonna get a page set up, I guess a web page, um, in addition to like the food sponsors she's gotten. And Mandy's like, wait, what? And Colleen's like, I'll tell you later. In like a room full of people. Then Alice is distracted. He's on, he's on his phone. Um, yes. And he's like, oh, the building's going according to plan, which I thought this would come back that he was reading Mandy's blog. Oh, yeah. No, it made no sense. We never found out why he was on his phone. No, he's just like completely absorbed. So then Colleen tells Mandy that Suki was really upset because of whatever she said about the marketing. Uh, Mandy's like, I never even spoke to Suki about the marketing, which is not exactly true. Uh, but Colleen's basically like, well, you, there's no job for you here. Yeah. Mandy's like, that's fine. I'm working on my blog. She's like, oh, your, your blog. blog. Um, and then Alice and Mandy go shopping for light fixtures. They're I at also the still thought nest. at this point that Ellis was a murderer. Um, the murderer. Like I thought even him being on his phone was related and that him having like a fight with Olivia was going to pay off. Like I thought like she was like, excuse me, you're on your phone. Like. I thought there was going to be something with that. I'm, like, hoping a scene exists on the floor of, like, the mm-hmm. Lifetime editing room where they're just basically – it's basically a scene being, like, him, like, 
I'm the biggest supporter of your blog. Right. Like, or something. I know it seemed like that was going to happen. So then they start like dishing on their exes as soon as they walk into the vintage store. He's like, my ex brought home a fixture just like that one. I do have to take back what I said about the feathered nest not paying off because they went there, but I didn't realize it's where they were. Yeah, they were at the feathered <laughs> ass nest. Uh, and Mandy's like, oh, my ex was always critical of my choices. He's a lawyer, but a control freak. So then she spots something she likes. It's way too expensive. And he's like, take a picture of it for your blog. And I'll tell... <laughs> Which is like... The way they made this leap where he was like, I'll tell them and then you'll get 40% off from the architect's discount. And I was like, why don't you just get the architect's discount and buy it? Right. It's it's like, which one? Pick a lane, my friend. And like, also, she didn't seem to really be delighted by that. I would be so happy if someone offered to get me like 40% off something I wanted. 40% like off just is like, huge. She was like, okay. Like, she just like, she's agree, I'll agree to those terms. Vaguely horned up by yes. it. Yes. So the two of them grab lunch because she's like, are you hungry? He's like, I'm always hungry. Uh, so they grab lunch and he's like, I got involved with the PTA because Olivia needed designer help. She's persuasive. Let's play this scene. Sorry. This is a clip heavy top, but we, we get a little bit leaner. How did you end up in the PTA? Uh, Olivia said she needed help with the plans for the new wing. <laughs> she's very persuasive. Yeah, that she is. She's also the reason why my blog is doing so well. And, um, a girl's really hit it off, which matters more than anything. Sure. Yeah, your kid's happy, you're happy. I know that. Um, I was just curious. Did something happen with Suki? I mean, she seems like she used to be more involved. Well, I don't know for sure. She just said that she had some personal issues, but she didn't go into any detail. Colleen just was trashing her at the meeting, so I had to wonder. Of course, Colleen trashes everyone. You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? Probably not. No. <laughs> uh, apart from helping with the designs, I'm really there to just fulfill the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the hot dad quota. The hot dad quota? <laughs> I was about to say the, the token dad quota, but I will take that. <laughs> so embarrassed. <laughs> I can see that. I like that. I think I'm going to milk it. Stop. I'm going to milk it. Stop. Stop. Your cheeks are getting about as pink as that strawberry. <laughs> mm -mm. Okay, I will stop. If you will agree to accompany me to this art gallery opening coming up, mm. I would love to have a, well, a, frankly, a very beautiful uh, distraction from all the pretentious designers. Well, you're in luck. I never turned down a gallery opening. Fantastic. Cheers. Cheers. I think you're just going to love Thank her. Thank you so much. I and there that. she is. <laughs> Amanda Wallace. Meet Leonard Harbinger, VP of Marketing for HealthCore Global. It's so great to meet you. We're crazy about Mandy's Mom Adventures. I'm crazy about your company. <laughs> Thank you. Our lawyers are putting together a proposal for sponsorship. I'm thrilled to hear that. Uh, what I wanted to talk about today are suggestions for redesigns to fit our brand. Absolutely. Great. Let me pull it up. I've never got such a spiteful comment ever. This is strange. There was nothing negative when I was looking through it earlier. Hmm. 
check out her daughter's blog. My daughter doesn't have a blog. There's a link. Probably to some porn site in the Czech Republic. <laughs> the pain inside. You know it? Yeah, it's a really popular blog, apparently. So your daughter wrote it? No, of course not. I had to steal pills just to get through the day. My daughter had nothing to do with this, I promise you. You sure? I know, my daughter. Obviously, someone's trying to make it look like she posted this. I understand there's been some issues in the past with Riley. What? Look, we're a multi-million dollar company, Ms. Wallace. We have a major reputation to uphold, so we research people we might be doing business with very carefully. Full background check, the whole works. Mr. Harbinger, I can vouch for Mandy and That's her not necessary. I, I have seen and heard enough. Mr. Harbinger, please. This website was up long before we got here. I'm sorry, but we have to make sure we place our products in a conflict-free environment. I wish you the very best with your blog. Damn it. Mr. Harbinger! Jill, please, please wait. I am so, so sorry. Do you think you can save the deal? I don't know. I'll try. The only way this would be real was if this was like a change.org petition right. that had been going around being like, she's not who she says she is. But like the idea. One comment. Yeah. And then like also it's an anonymous blog. One anonymous comment saying that this anonymous blog is her daughter is like, this man just stormed out. He was like, there will be no explanation. He ended a fucking full meeting. He was and about like, to give her like a huge offer. And by the way, that's probably not completely inaccurate in terms of like how like traditional media or whatever views the internet. Yeah. Because they're probably like, oh, there's like a quake here. Like not Let's going stay away. Yeah. It. Um, but like, I don't know, like, this is where I also really just, like, resent Lifetime's depiction of the internet is always so off. And, like... Well, like, the blog they were scrolling through writing. was, like, stock images with, like, one sentence under them. That's the other thing, too, is that this, like, pain inside thing is not a blog, nor is really Mandy's Mom Adventures. Like, it's, like, a Tumblr... It should have been, like, an Instagram, like, account that was, like, about suicide or something. Totally. I would believe it more. Um, So we go home, and Mandy is with Olivia, and Olivia's like, making martinis for both of them. And Mandy's, like, reading her all these hate comments that she's gotten. Oh, yeah, and she shares so much with Olivia. I'm like, how have you not figured out this person is obviously not nice? You know, maybe she, like, just doesn't want to believe it. This is – because that's kind of where I, like, went with it, where I was, like, she knows something's off with Olivia, something's in the water, but she just, like, doesn't have anything else. Yeah. So, um, Olivia's, like, those people need to get a life, um, which is my favorite thing that people say outside Mm -hmm. of, like, she's jealous. Like, it's, like, Mm -hmm. no – not like, everyone not, is jealous. No, not everyone's is jealous. <laughs> so, like, a lot of people have a life, but they can also manage it in addition to having an internet. I have a hobby. life, and I follow people on Mormon mommy blogs for 15 years. And Absolutely. that's just what my life is. <laughs> so, Mandy's like, I feel mom-shamed. It's like, I'm the worst mom ever. And Olivia's like, you believe that? And she's like, I'm the worst mom ever? God, I hope not. And then Olivia, like, pauses as if to say, like, she knows more. Yeah. Which, like, for me, I I automatically thought of all, like, the 
girls I know that have like, or the moms I know that have like their daughters in common as friends. Oh yeah. And I just was like, that is such an an enviable position. Yeah. Because like, it's either a conversation between the daughters where they're like, if I tell you anything, we can never tell our moms. (laughs) Or it's a conversation between the moms that are like, if your daughter ever tells you anything, don't repeat it. To and me. they're probably both talking about their moms and moms talking about the daughters. And yeah. Just like, it's and like it's a just like immediately cycle. lined up for me as like the most inconvenient friendship of yeah. all time. Um, so Olivia's like, I know that Riley's had problems before and your watch went missing. And Mandy's like, my earrings went missing. Whoever said anything about mm-hmm. my watch. Um, and she's like, you told me you're really losing it. Um, which is she, a good way to like trick someone. Sure. <laughs> um, and then Mandy's later, like she's cleaning up Riley's room. She sees her laptop there and, um, she opens up to the pain blog and Riley comes in like to the point she surprises her mom to the point that her mom's like literally holding a baseball bat. Yeah. That was crazy. I, that made no sense to me though, because I was like, Honestly, I would have gotten the bat out the second I got the Ginny note and my lights went out at the same time. Exactly. Like, it just would have been over. And also, like, your teenage daughter has this bat at hand in Although her room. Although now I'm like, wait, so she said at the beginning that her lights were going out, so are we to believe it was a ghost doing I don't it? think we've done the light yet. Oh, okay, okay. Or I don't think we have. Well, like, when she was at the at the hardware store, she's saying, like, my lights were going out. And then, like, they go oh. out later and it's like... Oh, so that's why she's not scared because like it's already happened. Right. I don't, I'm not really sure, but like I will, okay. I will say that like this is why I don't have weapons in my home of any sort, like even to defend myself because I just know that I'd be like very trigger happy. Like (laughs) should the moment come. Terrifying. Um, so she says like, Riley, do you write the pain inside blog? And Riley's like, I was just looking at it. Everyone reads it. Um, Mandy eventually believes her, um, but she gets, she got really scared because of the way that things were before. Yeah. So Mandy tries relaxing in the tub, but a shadow goes by and she goes to the door slowly, but no one is there. And she starts to panic a little bit and she's like, what's happening to me? And it's like nothing, Mandy. Like there isn't enough happening for her to start thinking she's like going crazy to have like delusions. Yeah. yeah. And all, like everything you've, is pretty measured. So Mandy goes looking for Riley when she wakes up and Jill, her boss calls and she's like, you know what? You should shut down the blog for a little bit. I like, you know, I couldn't see the deal with health core. And then like, basically she learned, Jill learns that she's been taken off the campaign altogether. She can't even write the copy. She just have like turned off the comment section, like not allowed comments. And like the blog would have just continued fine. And yeah. (laughs) Um, and then Mandy's like, am I being fired? But Jill can't really say anything. And these two women are very like tearful on the phone because Jill doesn't want to fire Mandy, but Mandy also like, like knows that this is above Jill's like head a little bit. But at the same time, like what is their relationship as employer and employee? Because I'm guessing it's freelance now, but it seemed like that was her like full ass boss. Yeah. But it feels like she doesn't go there enough. Like she is always available at the school. She never has to go to work. Yeah. So that's part of why I didn't understand that she even worked there. I kind of thought she was like her friend. No, because she does say to her at the beginning where she's like, can I, can, can I still work from home? Uh, you know, okay. these so are the clues like a, that I needed to make sense. Established work yeah. from home thing. But like at the same time, like, why is Jill being like, you know, you should put some feelers out there? And yeah. it's like, oh, 
Fuck. Okay. So then Riley uh, left behind her drug test for her mom to sign. Mandy goes to the school to turn it in. In her, in her mind, like everyone is looking at her and calling her a terrible mom. Which was like a moment where I felt like everyone in the movie must have felt really cool because like all the extras, like they were like, they got to like pause and like look at her and be weird and then like go to be normal. And I was like, that must have felt cool. <laughs> so w- what's it called? Like an, o- like an ovation or what's it called when you can like let all the actors talk at once. If it's five or more actors. They, oh, I don't know. They aren't. I th- so there's a thing called like, it's not an ovation, but it's like, oh, but like where background actors can all speak without getting paid. Extra. If they all speak ex- at the same time, uh-huh. if five or more people speak at the same time, that is free. why there was a point in the bleachers where like they all went like, Chelsea, like they all said it at the same time. Yeah. I found it very strange, but it's probably to avoid paying them. Yeah. So there's a thing, <laughs> there's a word, it's not an ovation, but it's something like that where all the extras get to be for free. So if they all speak at the same time. So all these extras are, for, by the way, appropriately aged for the first time. These are all people like yeah. in their fifties. And they're looking at her and they'd be like, like, she's a terrible mom. Like, it's just, it's the most awkward scene. And it's like, girl, you got to know that's not true. Yeah. Like, you have to know. And this is when she's dropping off her document into the, like, lockbox outside of the school. Yes. So then the hallucination is broken when Ellis comes out and he's like, hey, did you see the invite to the gallery? She's like, I need a few weeks. This isn't the time. Um, And he's like, come over for coffee. Come to my place. Um, which she's like, huh, come to, and he's like, just kind of my place for a coffee. So it's, uh, 5116 to 5515. Our milady is the best no foam latte in town. Thanks. So is there any chance that your ex wrote the initial post? No, no, no. He's not a vindictive guy. But I wouldn't put it past Colleen or Olivia. Olivia? I thought you said Olivia was the reason your blog took off. She was, but... Oh, what? I just realized something. Um, That was before. Before Riley nabbed the top spot in gymnastics and knocked Chelsea off her perch. I don't know. That sounds a little too... What, manipulative? She manipulates everything and everyone. No, I was going to say a little too uh, convenient, but I don't know. If you want... I have a friend in IT who can track down the computer who sent the initial post. Let's just talk about this for a second. This is like male gaslighting, though, at its best. Right. Where it's like whenever you try and say like, no, 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 no. Like you don't understand these four women are actively ganging up on me. And like they take every opportunity to like shove their toe in something. And he's like, that seems crazy. That's a little convenient. Why don't we talk about something else? Like it's just very shutting her down. Even though she's the most, like, measured person in the entire movie and he should believe her because she's not crazy. Yeah. Where'd my voice go? (laughs) I don't know. But, like, I will tell you this, though, really quick, is that I do think that, like, this is something that you kind of train guys, especially, like, in a relationship to be, like, don't tell me no. Yeah. Like, women, I always say we speak it like a dog whistle to each other, which is like terrible. Cause like, I hate to use that analogy, but it's like, you can't hear it, dude. Yeah. Like it's at a, a different pitch. You'll never understand. There like, is always something happening on another level. Like if, if you're talking to a psycho person, like I know people like this where I'm like, they seem evil and I don't know why. Like, yeah. I don't know what they didn't do anything. I just am like, I don't trust it. Yeah. And the fact that she just like blindly trusts all these people is crazy because she should have that sixth sense to be like, 
this seems a little weird that they're all um, immediately insulting me and then acting like they're nice. I mean, she's gotten way too far into it to like fully redeem herself, yeah. but I will say that she's given them more than a fair chance. And then Ellis like being like, you know what? I mean, he's not helpful here, but he will be. Let's sorry. Let's go back to the club. He's about to try and be helpful. Down. That's no problem. Is there something else? Seems like there is. It's just that, um, I got this note the other day that said I was going to end up like Ginny. Ginny Renlow? Yeah. Did you know her? Well, the rumor was she killed herself because she couldn't be with... Let me guess. Olivia's husband, Beau. Am I right? Yeah. How did you... Doesn't matter. You need to call the police. And say what? That I got a generic blank envelope and a typed note? Yes. Yeah. Like, put it on the That's record. Right. fucking weird. Right. <laughs> yeah. Put it on the record, so girl. Long, so. You know, there was somewhere to go. I just, I wouldn't want to disrupt her again, you know? Yeah. If there's anything I can do. Well, you've done more than enough, so. Thank you. She you know what? I should go. I've taken up way too much of your time. You've been amazing. Thanks. You're pretty amazing yourself. I can't believe you're saying that. I'm such a wreck. <laughs> I like wrecks. I'm sorry. Um, I just, I just need some more time. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a patient man. <laughs> Thanks. It's so tacky. You always have. Wow. Apparently, it's always a good time for a mid-morning quickie. Mm-hmm. Olivia's going to love this. Are you sure you want to tell Olivia? I mean, it's just such a small thing. What's wrong with you? <sighs> Dad's meeting is running late. He's not going to be able to make it. Well, you know how busy work is for him. We'll see him next weekend. Riley, great. You're here. Hurry up and get changed. Yeah. Oh, Owen, Riley? Yes, Coach? Chelsea will be back in first position for state, okay? Sure. No worries. Hey, what? That's my watch. What, this? Yeah, that's my watch. No, this was a gift. Let me guess. From Olivia? Mandy apparently thinks that I swiped her watch to give to you. I loved your watch, so I ordered one and had it engraved. Show her. It was a gift from all of us gymnastics moms. I guess you missed the email. I, uh, I apologize. No problem, Mandy. Why don't you take a seat? Okay, like, oh, uh, right. she accuses her so fast, which I thought was pretty bold, but I guess she is losing it at this point. Yeah. But then, like, wh- why would you think Olivia gave the coat? I don't know. Like, that's just like such a leap in my head. I feel like I would just like, I don't even know that I would notice the watch. I mean, it's a, it's a lot. Like, first of all, it's not a particularly like standard watch. Like, it's not like some like average, <laughs> like, 
shit where it's like, okay, I, I ordered Wait, the same look. thing off the cardio website or whatever. <laughs> look at the background, guys. There's like these like 29 year old guys who are like dressed like improvisers. Like they just like don't give a shit. Right. And they're just like in the bleachers watching these girls. Always. Always. Why? And like this is what I'm saying too is like <laughs> they should vet who shows up to gymna- gymnastics practice like way better. It should be clearly parents. Like there should basically be and like young children. There should be nobody there that's like 28. Like There's it's like, just weird. Uh, like I'm, I'm guessing like overly invested stepbrothers, like right. at best. Yeah. But like, what is the best case scenario here? Like these guys clearly like took off their Toyota shift and like, they're watching practice. It's not a meet. Yeah. So they're just there at like 430. Uh, as Mandy goes to sit down, she hears whispering all around her and she asks Raina what's going on. And Raina's like, there's a rumor that you're hitting on all the married men. And Mandy's like, Colleen, uh, were you the one who started that rumor? Because that's ironic because you're always hitting on every guy. And she's like, I'm flirting. I'm not screwing them, okay? <laughs> so Olivia then says to like Mandy, let's take a little walk. Uh, and she's like, you're bringing this on yourself by your thing with Ellis. Apparently, Ellis is still married. Which Olivia did not know. Right. Which uh, Mandy did not know. And Mandy's like, well, you're the one who set us up. She's like, yeah, as friends. Which was not true. She was like, he's checking you out. Like, it was very clearly. And also, like, he's the hot, like, the hot guy. Um, And so Mandy, like, storms out. And she sees Ellis. And he's like, I heard Riley's dad couldn't make it. So I thought I'd sub in. Which is a fucking weird thing to say. Very weird. Like, you're not this girl's substitute father. Yeah. So and you don't know Riley. Like you've basically never talked to her from what we know. Yes. So then she's like, what's the deal with you being married? He's like, I'm separated. And she's like, don't you know my husband cheated on me? This is a huge problem. I don't see why. Um, I guess because she's like, she would just be a hypocrite if she had sex with somebody who was married because that's what happened to her and she divorced the guy. But that, his, his marriage is on a hard technicality. If it's, if you're separated, I think you're in a whole different world at that point. Yeah. Um, so then he asked her what her, what like, she's like, um, she's like, oh, didn't Olivia tell you that my husband cheated on me? He's like, what's your obsession with Olivia? Good point about like keeping your eyes on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I've had enough going on. I don't need this. So then she goes through like the bills at home and she's struggling. It's very clear. She's like, I'll pay this later. I'll pay that later. That's why I was like, fight for the blog. Like you could have gotten something out of that. There has to be like, you have to go like, there's a difference between like Johnson and Johnson, which I assume this company is to like dollar shave club well yeah i feel like why are you not also why are you trying to work from home like you just moved this place it's bold it's like just get your money like you need to pay your bills this is a little bit ridiculous and And also your blog isn't interesting like you post one photo with one sentence although that's what blogs are on the show she's like (laughs) in the sauce a little bit right like so she's like drinking wine alone when she sees this um so then there's like a crash outside and riley comes running in um Mandy goes out. She's like, Riley, stay inside. So she goes out and she sees her car has been broken into and the word slut is emblazoned on the garage door. Which was like a really slow reveal. Like we saw the S for a long time and then the L and I was like, I know where this is going. Um, That I feel is a Kiki Cannibal callback. What's that? Kiki Cannibal was like one of the first kind of like cam girls that wasn't an intentional cam girl. She was like a girl who was on a... 
stick cam, which was like a, do you know what I'm talking about, Sammy? Sammy, I see Sammy nodding. So there's like a, like a OG sort of like a live stream service called stick cam. Mm -hmm. And Kiki Cannibal was like this emo girl that would wear like ears and sort of like do like kind of like sexually provocative little sketches or, or whatever. Um, and she had whore written on her garage door Ooh. in like a very big way. Like kind of like was the beginning of the end for her family. Just like ruined her Yikes. family. Um, and all I could think was Kiki Cannibal. So the next morning, Riley finds her mom passed out on the kitchen table with a glass of wine in front of her and a bottle of wine like tipped over. Like drama. There, she is the most like measured person forever. And then like one thing happens and she's like, I'm passed out at the table. It's like, solve your problems right also acknowledge that you live in a dead person's house that's bad like that's stressful she doesn't seem to care about any of the stuff that actually matters well i mean just to go straight from like okay i'm this like good citizen this single mom who's like making it work to like passed out drunk at the kitchen table like in that time like that was a month and a half yeah like you have to notice around week five well something should have been happening a little earlier like yeah we see her drunk another time or something sure so um they go to the coach um to do like the drug test results and the drug test came back positive for painkillers oxycontin um and riley says like over and over she's like i didn't do it i have no part in this um, and there, she's like, no, 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 Riley, you're off the team. You can't compete. You're suspended from school until we figure out what's going on. So Mandy's like, Riley, go outside. Um, and she and the coach have like a one-on-one and she's like, how do you know about Riley's past using? And she's like, I spoke to your former, I spoke to her former coach. She said that she had a problem and she's like, but my coach, my daughter's coach was a man. Um, and Mandy says, Olivia must've told her because the coach says that like the tests are done in an independent lab. This is nothing to do. I couldn't have had a hand. I couldn't have had a hand in this. Um, let's play 102.46 to 106.21. Hey, Riley, I heard what happened. What do you worry about? You have stayed all to yourself now. How could you even say that? I've been your biggest cheerleader. Really? Then how come you told Coach what happened at my old school? I didn't. What a bitch. You heard her, bitch. You're just suck-ups who act all nice to Chelsea so she'll give you expensive stuff. At least our mom's not a slut. <laughs> what did you say? Your mom's dating Colin's married dad. You're a druggie with a slut for a mom. Take it back! No! Get off her! Can I stop it! Stop it! Break it up! Riley, you are out of control! Don't you dare talk to my daughter like that! Riley, go to the car! What's going on? I think you know exactly what's going on. Did you know that falsifying a drug test is a crime? <laughs> God, you are delusional. Why are you so obsessed with obsessed me? Obsessed with you? That's what you said about Ginny. But I'm beginning to think it was the other way around. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I don't want anything to do with you. You better tell your daughter to stay away from Chelsea. Let's go. Mom, but Riley didn't do anything. You said if I hated it here, we can move back to the city. I want to move back. We can't just leave, Riley. Then I'll go live with Dad. Everything is going to be fine. Will you stop saying that? Nothing that's happening here is fine. And I don't understand why would you want to stay here after everyone is trashing you. Paige and Taylor said you're 
hooking up with Colin's dad. I'm not hooking up with him. We're spending time together. How could you do that? After all your issues with dad cheating. This is completely different than with your father, Riley. How's it different, Mom? Colin's dad is married. You're a hypocrite. Okay, you need to give me the benefit of the doubt, just like I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt in that drug test. But why? I'm alright. Because I said so. Good afternoon, ma'am. Something wrong? Jim. Hi, uh, you're Colleen's husband. I didn't recognize you in uniform. Notice you're driving erratically. Excuse me? Ma'am, do we have permission to search your vehicle? Yeah. Sit sure. over here for me, please, ma'am. Mom? Riley, it's fine. Well, what's he doing? It's fine. Shh. Ma'am? Were you under the influence of these narcotics while you were driving your vehicle? What are you talking about? Those aren't mine! Then how did they get inside your car? I don't know. The window's broken. Maybe someone put them in there. Ma'am, you have the right to remain silent. Mom, you're arresting me? can and will be held against you. This is crazy. Mom, what should I do? Riley, call your father. Come on, let's go. This is so insane to me that she immediately gets arrested. Like, there's nothing about this arrest that's legal. Like, from her being pulled over for erratic driving that they have no evidence of. To her just, like, letting them search, which, like, by the way, is what I would do. Like, if someone was like, can I search your car? I'd be like, of course. Yeah, because you like, know there's nothing in it. Right. But, like, just the – I, none of this – this entire arrest does not hold up in court. No. Like, she gets a decent lawyer. No, and off. then she goes to jail, and the her ex comes to get her, and he's like, I'm not going to let you rot in jail. Which yeah. I thought was, like, kind of too funny for what was happening. Like yeah. She wasn't going to be in there for, like, years. It was, like, ele- like light nature. Like, oh, you know, big deal. Like, I came and got you out of jail. Yeah. And um, when they get to the house, he's, like, he- Riley comes out with, like, a bag. And she's, like, Dad said I could live with him. He's, like, you're in no condition to raise a child. Like, <laughs> look at your life. And that's why it was weird that he was, like, I'm not going to let you rot in jail. But, like, meanwhile, he's taking the daughter. Like, it's yeah. just, like, Get on the same tone with yourself. He switched a mood big time. And so, like, he's like, you know what? If you get yourself together, then maybe you could talk. We could talk about you seeing Riley again, which, like, there's. What a huge leap. Like, we don't even. We have no other evidence of things going poorly with her. Yeah, no, this is a man that, like, literally couldn't get on the phone for his yeah. daughter, like, two weeks ago. And now he's like, there's so. I would say that there's no formal custody agreement. This is sort of like a handshake custody yeah. agreement because. Otherwise, he'd have no leg to stand on. So inside, um, Mandy pours herself a big glass of wine. And she spots Ginny's picture with the eyes crossed out on Olivia. And she calls Ellis. And Ellis is like, I really messed stuff up. Um, You know, she's like, I think we could fix it. Let's meet for lunch. Um, And he's like, you know what? My IT friend got back to him. And the nasty comment that they made came from the country club, from a computer at the country club. So then Olivia sees Suki at gymnastics and she's like, you know what? 
you must have left that note. And Suki's like, we can't talk here, but I'll tell you what's up. Okay, so we're seeing Suki at gymnastics and Suki's like, we can't talk here. Um, let's go to the scene. We're back at the place. It looks delicious to me. I want a sandwich from there so bad. Like if I could order like a, like a turkey sandwich from there <laughs> right now, I would. We can't talk here. When Zaylee started Sayer High, I was overworked. Miserable in my marriage. Olivia took me under her wing. Drinks at the club. Yoga. I was finally having fun again. And Zaylee had a new best friend. Chelsea. Chelsea. It's like deja vu. Then word got around about Zaylee being hospitalized. Rumors were flying like crazy. She started cutting again. The tension was too much for my marriage. My job suffered. My life fell apart. And you sure it was Olivia? She's the only one who knew. And I was a threat to her because I questioned the way the renovation was being handled. For the school wing? Yeah. I worked at the construction firm they hired. There were miscellaneous items that no one could track down. Payouts being made that no one could account for. So are you saying that you think Olivia was skimming off the top? Honestly, I was too exhausted to prove it. I figured I'd just bide my time until my house sold and just get the hell out. And not end up like Ginny. Ginny and Bo dated in college. They remained friends. Bo was a sweet and caring guy. He'd never cheat on Olivia. But the truth doesn't matter to Olivia. She saw the relationship as a threat. And destroyed her. With the right amount of pressure, any one of us could be pushed into a very dark place. Yeah, I felt that pressure. And I really screwed things up with Riley. Uh, you gotta blame yourself for what happened with Riley. If you act like the perfect parent all the time, like Olivia, then I'd have to wonder about you. Can you get a copy of the budget for the renovation and the expenses? <laughs> I wish. I don't have access to those files anymore. Oh, I know. Someone who does. Really? Mm -hmm. Who? The architect on the project? Me. What did you find, Doug? Well, it took one of my famous threatening attorney letters, but I found out that the lab tech, now fired, was in fact bribed to switch the student ID numbers on the drug test. Wasn't even Riley's test. I knew it. Um, did he say who, who paid him? Nah, money came in cash anonymously with a typed letter. Of course it did. Oh, and listen, um, I'm sorry about everything, Mandy. I hope this can make up at least a little bit for my not having faith in you. We're good, Doug. Kiss Riley for me, okay? Will do. Bingo. The mother load. Pun intended. We're talking six figures here. That's big time embezzlement. It's a start, but it's not enough. Can you guys handle this? Absolutely. My pleasure. We'll hit the country club after we're done here and I've picked up Sally. Call you later? Yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah, I look forward to it. Okay, like, so for her ex-husband, for, like, someone that literally just took her child away from her and now has, like, a tangible reason why mm -hmm. all this, like, crazy-making could be happening, like, he's awfully proud of himself. He's, like, he calls. figured it out. So 
it's all done. It's like just very casual. Also, like, is this the only lawyer in the United States that you know? Like, right? Like, think- do you really want to involve him? He just accused you of all this stuff and took her away. Yes, especially like in a multi-layered divorce where there's like cheating and stuff going on. She has to have a friend or two over at his law office. Yeah, wait, and like thinking about the fact that he cheated on her, doesn't she like hate the sound of his voice? Literally, like, I'd be like, "Fuck you! Why are you involved? Like, yeah. this is not your problem. You already hate me. This is over." Exactly. There has to be between like her professional career and like her exposure to lawyers because of him she has to have someone in her phone book that she can call who's yeah. not this guy and it, or if they if it is him then i need tension between them like where it's like just because you have a better life now doesn't mean you get to do whatever you want and it's like something like some sort yeah. of yeah and also he has her daughter yeah like and he calls her all conversational like <laughs> well so yeah I don't know. You're right, though. Like, the energy doesn't match always. And I wonder, this is a question for you, I guess, because, like, I've never been on the other side of a director. Like, what does, like, is that direction? Because I feel like it must be. That's what my guess is. But, like, you need somebody to say, you know, have a little intensity behind this or, like, this is very important to you. Or something, because some of them are acting like it's very casual, while others are acting like their lives are over. And so it needs to be all or nothing for it to work. And, like, I do wonder with that, in that scenario, is it, like, also negotiating the dialogue you've been given? Yeah. Some of it could be made more natural. Like, if, oh, if you want to, like, loosen this up a little bit and play it more like how you really would, like, how would you really say this? Yeah. Then that would be helpful, because, like, we might get them to reach that level of, I don't know, just seeming to care as much as they should. I feel like Ellis is sort of like working off some of the steam of like his previous scenes, which are like, I'm supposed to be this like sturdy romantic lead. uh, lead. And then like with Suki, like she's only had like, I'm about to fucking kill myself, like throw myself off of this like balcony at this school. Or like, I'm trying to deal with my daughter or like, I'm trying to warn you that you're about to be murdered. Like everyone's beat here is very different, but in a way that like, doesn't make it seem like any of these characters can read the tone of a room. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so the president of the board meets Olivia out, um, out front and he takes her membership card. Oh, we're at the country club now. And she's like thrilled to revoke Olivia's membership. Um, and she's like, we have CCTV cameras in there. Olivia threatens her, but she's basically like, go fuck yourself. Like, you're lucky this isn't in the media. Uh-huh. Then Olivia walks away so slowly. Did you, do you remember yes, this? Yes. And she's wearing this like evening gown with like a fur coat. A little stole. Or like a little fur. Yeah. Like shrug. And, and like, she also has full on panty lines, which like, whatever. But like, did you just she have VPL? Think, yeah. Oh, okay. It just was weird. Cause I was like, this woman wouldn't have that. Like, I don't care if I have it. No, but- true life. Like <laughs> she's wearing a silk dress. Yeah. With, I, I didn't realize she had VPL, yeah. like, which is like also kind of hard to do at a certain point. Yeah. Like you're choosing to wear the wrong underwear at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know like the Lisa Kudrow underwear thing? Like no. my, uh, my friend was like doing her costuming. What she's, we've told the story and please advise, but like, um, she basically was like, I don't, Lisa Kudrow's character or she said like, I don't care. Like if I'm wearing like granny panties in this scene. Yeah. Like in, you- as on friends. Uh, this was on something else and she was like, I don't want people to think that I'm not wearing underwear. Oh, great. And I was like, I love that. I love that too. Like, I love that justification for it. Christina, my, my, um, 
friend on Please Advice, she was like, yes. Like, are you yeah. kidding? I mean, in real life, I have VPL constantly, but on yeah. TV, have, I'm sure they put me in like the weirdest underwear that like anyone's ever seen that looks like very strange when you're naked. Like, it's just like not attractive. What's the common like TV underwear? I mean, just like nude where it's basically a piece of tissue that like, like is right is up against your skin. Is it laser cut? Yeah. Laser cuts. Yeah. Well, there's no like sewing or whatever. That yeah. really blows my mind. Yeah. I never thought about how it was made until you just said that. I'm like, well, oh, like I wear hanky panky every day. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. my go-to. Um, but like I, oh, I do have some pairs of laser cut underwear where I'm just like, but for whom? Yeah. Like it, for what? It's like, I, it's not comfortable enough that I would wear that every day. Yeah. I would rather wear, I would rather I just wear like underwear. Panky Whatever. Than, yeah. Um, <laughs> true life. So, um, but I don't she, think Olivia would is my point. I agree with you. No, yes. Olivia, if anyone would be so thrilled to shove a thong up her ass, <laughs> like she would do it just for the thrill of it. So then Chelsea tells Mandy that she has nothing to do with what happened, um, to Riley. Chelsea's like literally having a moment here where she's standing up for herself. Um, and she's like, Hey, listen, I'm my own person. Um, I don't even want to do gymnastics and her and. Mandy's like, why would you even do it then? She's like, my mom would never let me quit. So Mandy realizes that she must be the blogger, which I don't know how she came I, to this conclusion. I realized it right before she said it, though, I have to say. I was like, oh, she's the one who did it. And then she goes, so you're the one who did it. And I was like, ah. <laughs> I mean, yes, in terms of this movie, but like, when, like, no, yeah, it's Mandy's crazy like, to jump to the conclusion. Technical understanding of blogging. Like, it's yeah. like, girl, you must know that, like, that blogger could be in Alaska. They could be anyone. What the fact that they're literally one of the people you interact with every day is insane. It's a testament to her writing. So then Chelsea says uh, her mom would never believe her anyway. She can only see her in, within her own orbit. Um, and then she'd kill to have a mom like Mandy. And Mandy's like, you know what? I'm going to even the score with your mom. And Chelsea's like, that's fine. Can I watch? So she's thrilled. I don't know. I hate personally. That Mandy had to throw Chelsea on the sword for this. One. I agree because it's her mom still. Like she still has to live with this lady, and, and it's still a her mom. Girl, still. Yeah. Like if maybe yeah, she like, would hate her mom for many reasons. If you can't gather enough enough things that she's done wrong with her life in order to like construct a narrative, yeah. without throwing a sixteen year old girl under the bus, then maybe your narrative's not that strong. Yeah. But still, so Olivia sees Ellis at the athletic awards, which is not clear that that's where we're at, but everyone's there like it's a fucking ball. Yeah. Did you do any sports at high school? No. Did you? I, I was a swimmer. So, okay. But like, I was like... There were a lot of swim events at my school, like like this type of shit, it felt like, where they'd have to get dressed up and get awards and stuff. Yeah. We never like dressed up. We were women swimming, so like they cared about us significantly less. Like the guys swam before us. Mm. We didn't have a pool at our school, so we had to go to the vocational high school school Minuteman, which was like the, it was just like, it wasn't far away from our high school, but it was the vocational school. So we, none of us went there and like the guys would always swim before us and like their revenge on us would be to like hawk loogies in the pool. So like there would be like loogies just like fucking That is so disgusting. It was so gross. And I'll give you some other, uh, my athletic prowess tea. So like some girl was just she was hard up like she really was sort of an olivia's daughter type where her mom was way too involved 
way too hands-on and therefore like never survived a social chance. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, highly raised not to bully like in fact if my mom ever even found out that there was a girl in the class that was being like picked on she'd be like that girl's coming for a sleepover this weekend that's nice oh no i was like never. was that hard for you or was it no fine? like because i was never allowed to bully yeah like yeah. so like it just was like never like the only way it was the only way in which it was rough was like literally when i had nothing fucking in common with that right. person right that's why i was thinking like, it might be hard to have to hang out with someone random but like my whole like mo is like a, a only child of a single mom was like my mom being like go make friends like yeah. we'd go to the beach That's really nice and my mom be like go make friends well no it was like kind of especially for like an introvert like it was a little bit of a, a special hell yeah oh god like, no i think i would have hated that as a kid no i hated it yeah. and like i will i like laugh about it but like even when my mom dropped me off at college my mom like literally bought me a 20 rack of like bush light and was like go make friends and i was just like laughing about that the other day because i was like God, like, I can't think of a worse person to go give this activity to. Like, this person who's, like, just literally, like, I just want to be alone and read. Yeah. And, like, but from a very young age, I was taught to, like, go make a friend. Do you think that helped you? Like, do you appreciate it now or you still think, like, that was crazy? I see how it shows up. Like, but I also, like, no. I mean, yes and no. Like, it was good in that, like, it's the only way I know how to be. Right. Like, but I also am not a fake person to a fault where it's like, if I'm not into it, like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not showing up. And so it was just like, it's, it was, it was weird. But like, I, yes, I will say that, like, that was so I was I was on the swim team and this one girl who was like very bullied, she we showed up to practice one day and like the whole pool shut down. Like there's caution tape around it and shit. And she had thrown a brownie into the pool, which oh, is I think something God. from like a classic like seventies yeah. movie. Like they would have some what movie is it? They threw a Snickers like or like it's Caddyshack like Caddyshack or yeah, something. Like literally yeah. Caddyshack or something. And so she, so like she threw this like brownie into the pool, and so none of us could swim, which we were all like hikey, like thank you, we're in yeah. Massachusetts, it's fucking freezing. Um, but she had done this like curry favor, and it was really dark, and <laughs> the whole pool had to be like drained. Oh my god, <laughs> it was probably a huge resource on taxpayers. But then um, we would have like athletic dinners once a year, and when I received my letter. Uh, which was my senior year. I think it was because I, not because I did anything letter worthy. It was because I was the only person willing to swim distance. What is that? Like a letter for your letter jacket or something? For your like letter jacket. It's like when it means your varsity for real. Um, so I became varsity because I took on the task no one else wanted to do. Um, but yeah, so that athletic dinner was, we not fancy, but we're at this athletic awards dinner um ellis shows up he's looking like a dime piece when he comes in (laughs) and then mandy like emerges and she's just she looks like she's ready for the emmys yeah the parents are so dressed up um so riley arrives with her dad and she kind of like snubs her mom at the door a little bit which i thought was a bold choice yeah um let's play this scene at the athletic dinner where it all really happens Welcome to the Sayer High School Athletic Awards. All right, let's get 
started off by rolling the presentation. Sarah High School prides itself on running one of the finest athletic departments in the country. For more than 40 years, Sarah has been a symbol of excellence in the field of sports, and more importantly, sportsmanship. This year, what's going on here? Can the school do anything right? More than a million of you out there know my blog. What the hell is this? My best friend. Her mom, who's a really great person, she told me that to make a difference, I have to have courage. So I am the... The pain inside anonymous blogger no longer. I am Chelsea Peterson, Olivia Peterson's daughter. What is going on here? Sit down. Olivia. And I have practically killed myself to try and be the daughter that she always wanted. But I'm not perfect. And I'm still not good enough. So I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. You go, Chelsea. How many of you have ever felt like Chelsea? How many of you moms have been bullied by Olivia? I just know you have your white trash hands all over this. What did you do? Bribe Chelsea? Pay her? Sleep with Bo? You know what, Olivia? You got this. You want to bully me or wreck my life? That's one thing. But these are our daughter's lives that you're messing with. And I know you sabotage Riley's drug test. You are so crazy. I have no idea what you're talking about. Your daughter is a drug addict. And you're just in denial. Can you believe this nonsense? It's not nonsense. You and I used to be friends, Olivia. So you drove me away by going after my daughter. You're a bully, and this whole room knows it. And I took pain pills from your purse. I'd seen you give them to Ginny. What? You give Ginny pills? You ungrateful little shit. Leave her alone. I did everything for you. You think you would have placed on top if I hadn't pressured you? Championed you? You didn't do any of this for me. You did this for you. You want to go through life half-assed like your father? Be my guest. Maybe he could kowtow to his parents to pay for college like they pay for a mortgage every month. Did you already burn through all the money you embezzled from the renovation funds? Oh, what? Don't act so surprised. You know what she does. She blackmails you until you cower in fear and she can do whatever she wants. Now's your chance to stand up for yourselves. And each other. Colleen? Raina? I'm with you, Mandy. I'm tired of being tormented by you, Olivia. I know you all are, too. Aren't you?
And then, so when she goes to hit Mandy, arrest. she accidentally hits Colleen. And he immediately arrests Don't dare her. try to stop me, Colleen. I am done taking orders from the PTA. Now sit. You better down. be done. That's pathetic. Does he look like, um. He looks like. Paul um, Ryan. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Jeremy Renner, but maybe combined. Doesn't he look sort of <laughs> like that guy? Yeah. Like he has that Paul Ryan face. Yeah. I'm done being bossed around by the PTA. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, like, how far did that actually take him, though? Like, how, like, he was fine with it the day before when he arrested Mandy for not even driving recklessly. He arrested a single mom in her driveway. Like, yeah. completely false arrested her. So, oh, and during all of that, the dad was like holding Chelsea, like, by her shoulder in a way that made me uncomfortable. I think oh. in the same way you felt weird about the girl being in bed with her mom. I'm like, my dad would, like, never put his arm on me like that, like, protectively. It would be very weird. Yeah, it's like they're also like very. This is a, I think, as like a a parent, this is a real moment of levity where you're like, my daughter's out in a dress I could never wear at this age. Yeah, but like she can wear perfectly now at hers, yeah. and that is sexual and being and existing and mature, <laughs> and that's weird for me. Like that's yeah. I don't envy. I don't envy any of my friends that are like parents to teenagers in any way specifically because this is such a hard path in life to navigate as a teenager let alone a fucking full-ass adult knowing what you know about having been a teenager no it's terrifying it's dark um so um riley apologizes to her mom she's like i want to move back in and the coach returns her watch and apologizes Everyone was so mean to Mandy. But also, like, what's the narrative with the coach and the watch? And also, now the watch is inscribed to the coach. Right. <laughs> like, like... Like, now Mandy has this watch that has an inscription that says, like, whatever it says, like... You go, girl, or something, <laughs> like, on the watch. It's so strange. I don't know what... I don't know what that process was as well. Like, was it ever... I don't know. Is it a mass-produced watch that right. she could get again... Or is this a special piece? Because to me, it looked like something that was a special... It seemed like there could have been a point where she said, like, this was my mom's. She gave to me, look, there's a chip on the side. Like, she could have, like... I'm looking for that ...said moment. something like that, and then they would have been like, oh, it really is. Especially because it did look like it, too. Yeah. It looked like a vintage watch. At this point, I still thought the first scene was Mandy crying in the car. Because I wrote, when is Mandy going to cry in the car? <laughs> I, like, literally still thought she was going to kill herself. Right, right, right. So I don't know... How how I didn't get that until now. No, I mean, like, <laughs> to be honest, this Lifetime movie wasn't super fair to us. And, mm-hmm. like, to even say this was now looking back on, like, what that case of that woman with the drugs in her car was, to say that this was even remotely inspired by a true story is trying to, like, like get high off the fumes of, like, rip from the headlines. Yeah. Which seems to me almost, like, worse yeah. Because I'm like, well, then now you're admitting... Because, like, the, the author or the writer of this had to do more legwork on her own. Right. She had to be more original on her own. So why even say it was based on a true story if you came up with all of it? Yeah. So then we go to the next PTA meeting. There's a lot of press there. And they're so heading happy. It up. Oh, they are just <laughs> frothing with joy. Um, and... <laughs> 
one of the members of the press says, um, Josuki's like, we've got a meeting to have still. Okay. Like one more question. So <laughs> someone's like, how do you feel about the social media craze? And the number one trend on Twitter, hashtag no mom bullying after your latest blog post went viral. Mm. Um, that's a, but that's like a word sandwich. And then she says, um, you know, I'm very proud. We'll always be bullies. There'll always be bullies, both young and old and seeing everyone coming together is empowering. And then we find out that Olivia has been brought up on embezzlement charges. Mm-hmm. Um, after the meeting, Mandy brings all the good and, e- uh, brings the good and evil book from, of Jenny's to Jenny's grave and rested on it and says, rest in peace, Jenny. And then she walks off hand in hand with And it was weird because I'm like, was we don't even know if that was like her favorite book. It was just like a book she like that was left in the house when they cleaned it out. When she was like struggling, when she was white knuckling it yeah. through life, like she's like, okay, I guess I'll turn to Nietzsche. Like yeah. I'll do like some like classic literature about like the good and evil of spirits. But like, uh, yeah, I, I'd and be I know, upset I just, if someone left that on my grave. Yeah, and also like it's not like her ghost. Like the lights have nothing to do with the ghost. Like there was no ghost. Like. So even the idea that she's not resting in peace, I don't know. It's all like a bummer to me that they made it about that at the end. Cause like we didn't get enough about that woman to feel like it mattered if she was or was not resting in peace. Yeah. This is like very, I consider that to be very lifetimey as I call it, because it's just like, this is a, a story point that you haven't followed through with. There's no thread. Yeah. And like with the lights, for example, which the lights went out at, and I think we, skip that part or I missed it. Um, I like, what was that? And I need more information on that. It was literally just at this point, I can, all I can say it was a, it was a way for her to hang out with Ellis. Like, sure. Okay. So they need to go to the hardware store together or whatever. Like, right. But, but that then, wasn't enough. Like we never got a payoff like that. Her, did she ever get that lamp that he said he was going to get her? And like, then did all her lights work? Like, I don't even know that. That's details we like need info on. I okay. It so, felt like they wanted it to be like something weird about the house, but then it wasn't. And then here's the other thing too: is like who did the vandalism? Right. Like, well, we never. Yeah, it's like I did, guess like, it was Olivia. She broke the window and drove away. Like grown ass Olivia got out of her car in a black hoodie, like yeah. and like just did this. Like I have a hard time believing that. Yeah. And also like with the, like Olivia's, um, I guess lack of information regarding closed circuit like television kit like are you kidding me like Like she had never considered that there would be cameras anywhere yeah like even just in like ring.com yeah has got your ass bitch (laughs) like you are done like i just don't understand And at the country club like you're gonna use the computer in a place where there would probably be cameras like you're not even at your house that's there's nowhere to use a computer yeah and like that's that's the bottom line is because I've thought about it. Like if you know someone that dies within a 24 hour period of you like Googling weird ass shit, which I don't know about you, like from time to time I'll be Googling weird oh, ass yeah. shit. And like, I'm just like, yo, you can't even learn about this shit anymore, girl. <laughs> because if you do and someone, you know, died, like that is going to be then very suspicious yeah. that you were doing that. Um, you can't do anything anymore. That's all I'm saying. It's true. Lauren, so on this show, we have, um, a scale and it basically indicates what the most lifetimey movies we watch are. Um, and by lifetimey, I mean the closest to like a mother may I sleep with danger mm-hmm. or a very like traditional lifetime movie. Um, a one on the scale is 
probably like your favorite movie you've ever seen. So did you think of like what you think? The, it's weird because the movie that I thought of when you mentioned this is a movie that I've watched numerous times. I don't know why I'm going to say this, but because it's a really dark movie, but have you seen Little Children with Kate Winslet and there's like a pervert in town and like, no, I've never <laughs> seen it. No, but I like want to watch that. It's great. <clears throat> But what I thought of, I thought of it because the acting is really amazing. So it that's is. where I'll put it on that level where I'm like, that, I'm just, I'm very impressed by that movie. It, it like fucked me up. Oh, you don't have to like, ex- we've also had everything <laughs> from like, literally like not, uh, like I could say like elf or something. <laughs> right. Um, so no, but also little children is like a great reference. Um, yeah. so. On a scale of little children <laughs> to the most lifetimey, lifetimey movie, would you say the acting in this movie mm. is closer to a one little children or a five? Where on this scale would I you would place say this? it's a five, but I think it's a light, but it's like, I would maybe go to a four because I would say it's a lifetime movie mixed with like a commercial. I agree with you. It does feel like a commercial. There's something commercial about it where it's like you guys are fucking trying your best. Like, and I believe that you want us to believe. And sometimes I have a problem where like everything looks too like they just bought it. Yeah. And I feel like this movie is like that where like everyone's clothes just got the tag snipped off them. Well, this is my thing with lifetime movies and I've been accused of like elitism because of this, but I'm like, it's not elitism. Like I'm literally just saying they just scratched the home goods sticker. Right, exactly. That, like it looks right like it, there. it perfectly goes, but because it's from one store where they went, we'll buy all of these items and just like they have it here at the store. Exactly. Like there's not much like, nuance but it's not like like sophisticated set design either like right. it's literally like someone just walked in and said okay that nightstand that thing right this thing. like it's not inter- there's no like oh this was my grandmother's thing right um i have to ask you a question though now that we mentioned commercials okay this was driving me nuts like last night like late this will occur to me once every like few years but i was signed to like a commercial agency at one point, uh-huh. which was like, I'm laughing because I've never acted once in my life. So like, it should not, it should never, I should have never even been like, yo, I'll try it. But yeah. like, it's LA. So you try it. And I like went to a target Christmas commercial thing and it was like pretty small. Like it was like the first couple editions I went on, I was like, this might as well be like an ocean of humans. Uh-huh. like done. But I went to this, like, kind of small thing. And, like, this girl who I think I recognize now from, like, being in things, she, like, looked at me and she goes, hey, she's like, are you, like, new to auditioning? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, you should take this class. Like, and she, like, gave me this lady's name. And she was like, you should take this class. Like, she really teaches you how to, like, get ready for a commercial audition. And, like, this is in the waiting room That doesn't it. sound nice. No, but, like, here's the thing. Is that <laughs> I look back on it, and I'm like, maybe she was the only person who was telling me the truth. Like, maybe I just was dressing. Because, like, <laughs> I, had, I had no preparation as an actress. No, it's so... And I, I, like, remember my first time doing those things, and, like, I felt like I had no clue what was going on, and I probably was wearing something weird. Yeah, especially and, like, compared to, like, yeah. other people. Yeah. Like, 
Probably like honestly, like some like hipster ass graphic tee with like a hoodie over it right. and a leather jacket over that. Or and she then, was like, like, wear just a solid color and <laughs> and but like she probably booked that commercial. Right. And like I was just like, well, I just spent an hour and like two hours of my life like at Hollywood and Highland for yeah. no reason. Um, but like what do you think that was? I don't know. I mean, it's either that she was like, I wanna help this lady get like if the more people who get like I mean, I was class. a girl. No, like, no, but I mean the teacher. Like, maybe she oh. was like, "There, if I bring people to this class, I get, like, points because they said, like, I recommended them or something. Oh, that's so smart. Or, like, she just was, like, trying to make you feel weird or something because I also feel like there are people in those situations who just want to feel like they're superior. Oh. And she could have just been like, are you new here? Let me show you how it works. Yeah, I have never even thought about all the different ways that actors probably cut each other down yeah. in those situations. In a, in a weird way, I really thought that that girl, and I didn't follow her advice because I was like, I'm half in the bag in the, on this yeah, already. Like, yeah, whatever. But like, um, she, I remember thinking like, oh, this girl like, like sees that like, I'm just like not I mean, getting it's it. It's also possible she was just very nice and she was like, oh, I could help her. I used to be like that or something. I don't like, but I, it just is hard for me to think like, if I saw someone like that I thought might need direction, I would have a very hard time taking it matters into my own hands. You would have like, to be peeking, right? To yeah. Be like, okay, I want to help out someone younger than me. Like, yeah, you're not, like, like, I don't at have the to same walk target right audition. Up. Yeah. Right. That's the weird thing. It's like, you're both auditioning for the same thing. Right. I don't know. It was a tree trimming party, so I feel like she and I would have come in at different levels where it's sort of like, hey, listen. You could have both got I'm like the hipster cousin. I've been away at college, man. Like, here I am. I'm going to hang an ornament. And yeah. like, she definitely was like the more matronly niece, but like, that's fine. <laughs> um, but I like do think about that from time to time. And last night I was thinking of it. Okay. Yeah. So believability of the world and characters. Like, do you believe that like this, there is a world in which the school exists and that these like types of people, I mean, for me, kind of, I mean, yeah, I think there might be like Stepford wife type things like this happening, but I have a hard time believing. Well, no, I guess I kind of do believe it in that way. Like, cause I believe it was like Mandy. in the middle of nowhere and there people are like, we're rich and we care about this shit. Like, it would yeah. be weird to me, but. And then I yeah. believe in like the vulnerable single mom that shows up like new to town. Yeah, I think the idea overall is believable. Okay. Yeah. Like so compared to little children, is that what it's called? Yeah. Like little kids. Uh little children. Is this like I think this is like a three. It's not offensive. No, no. It's it doesn't yeah, and you've obviously watched like so many more of these movies. So for me, they're also it's different like, though. Yeah. They're so different. Yeah. This is a very lifetimey movie. Yeah. Um, just in that it's pretty bald and like, yeah, yeah. But for believability, you're saying three. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, sure. Um, creative use of words to avoid censorship. Um, there was, they used the word shit in this twice. They did? Yeah. And she said sap, which I feel like was definitely replacing like sap something. Was a like you're a little one. bitch. Um, but like, <laughs> this was like a, a, two or 2.5 for me maybe yeah it didn't it didn't seem like they were replacing a lot of words i mean and that they did shit that was or that was pretty intense but the best part was she's like this is bullshit 
Like she says this is she's getting carted off. Um, Olivia. She's okay. like, this is bullshit. I'm like, as opposed to like bull what? Yeah. Like it was a very weird this line. This is reading. bullshit. She probably just really wanted to get to say it. Right. Yeah. She's like, we get two shits. And I'm going to use them. I'm in, baby. Okay, so dialogue. <laughs> I would say it's more lifetimey. It felt very like everyone was saying exactly what they were saying. Like there was Needed no, yeah, there yeah. was no like casual moment happening or it was, anything natural. And not dressed up at all. Right. It was um, just plain. Like a four. Yeah. Wardrobe. I mean, this is pretty high for me. I would say four or five. Like I think. It was very clear that they were all at the same coals. Like it was just like Thank you. Thank you. So it's, like, everyone looks kind of nice. Thing, this is the kind of thing I get fucking shit on for and I'm like, girl, listen. I'm not above any of this shit, but what I'm saying is I'm they, not above it. No, they all look like they're dressed the same. And they're, it's like and it's all it's not like no one has separate style. Like Thank that you. was that was weird. Even from like not just I would imagine that okay maybe I could argue that the moms would all have the same style because they've all been influenced by Olivia. Sure, but it felt like nobody had different style. No one in costumes took a separate trip to the vintage store. Yeah, to like try and find a cool piece. This is like I would say a four. Yeah. let's give it a four. Hair and makeup. I mean, we got the 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 wig, wig honestly the ruins everything. Everyone looks nice. But the wig is so clearly a wig with no payoff. I would have been fine if it was a wig if at some point she says I'm wearing a wig. <laughs> right, right, right. But like, it's not, we're not supposed to think that ever. So. And Jenny's mascara in the beginning was truly like a travesty. It was very, like, they put on like mascara on her face. It was a cartoon. Yeah. And like, I don't even want to like say this again, but if I were to like pull a Jenny, like I would make sure 100% that my mascara was waterproof. <laughs> Like I at that would, point, I don't know if I'm even wearing makeup that day. If I'm like close to suicide, right? If I want to like get myself made up, though, that mascara is waterproof, and I'm yeah. going full lash, yeah. like 100. percent So hair, makeup, this is like a five. Yeah, Legit, it is what it is. Music, it wasn't like it wasn't super noticeable. I never thought about it. I guess. I guess like let's give that a two then. Yeah, because it's pretty good crying we had a couple big scenes we had um jenny in the car to begin with and then we had the breakdown on the white folding chair and then like chair. Suki was obviously like, supposed to be about to cry when she was sitting down with the ellis and mandy i wouldn't say we had like a huge like tory spelling like meltdown which i really love we needed something like that because it was weird that chelsea didn't ball during if she if she's that depressed and her life is that horrible and she has this famous blog because she's so depressed you would think at some point she'd be crying. Yeah. Um, for me, this is like, I guess, a t- like a three. Let's give it a three. Yeah. Because there's, yeah. Victimization of the female character. I mean, Lifetime movies used to always be about that chick who's just been beaten down and beaten down, which I think this is about. And I think every woman in this script is technically a victim of something, with the yeah. exception of maybe Olivia, who's probably just a victim of patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I don't know. Everyone like kind of survived. Like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really like that. I guess because it was all kind of women against women, we couldn't really have that moment. Let's give it a two because it's not great either. Yeah. Okay. Failure and or refusal to jump to the logical conclusion. Well, right away, I felt like you're ignoring that you're living in a house where someone died who everyone at the school 
hated for some reason. Your beat was never like, I'm going to call the fucking realtor. Right. And like talk about the fact that Maybe you did just switch houses. Switch houses, something. Or like, yeah. you know, like when your husband's taking your daughter off to jail, like maybe that's, or like, taking your daughter away after you got out of jail. Like maybe that's a combo you have on the car ride home. Yeah. Like, did they just sit in silence? Right. Cause she, right. Like, Cause they get out of the car and he's like, I wasn't going to let you rot. And it's like, well, that feels like the first thing you said. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like this is like a, a four. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Drop thought lines. Well, I just feel like they missed opportunities. Like, I don't know that we really dropped a lot of them, but it felt right. like I was like, this feels like it is something. And then it's just not, which or they come I don't back think it was to meant it to be lazily. Like yeah. Ginny's like a that last scene was, well, that like was a huge. check mark for them, basically. Yeah, like, I okay. do think the Ginny plotline needed a ton more. Like it needed to be like, what what was her deal? Where are her family? Where's her family now? Like they introduced the a lot of things. Like, yeah. The coach, for example, like breaching like everything. Like they dropped like I don't know, like, what's going on with Suki's daughter? Like, they introduced... I guess you're right. There are a lot of big things that we just, like, didn't get conclusions on. And I guess that's, like, also... That's the lifetime of it all, where they're like, okay, we have to make this sensational. Like, what's her daughter's deal? Like, it can't just be that, like, she's sad. But they also, like, love to throw a fucking wrench in there and just, and, like, get your, as a moviegoer's, emotional gears, like, fucking jammed. And you're like, fuck. Um, all right. So for drop plot lines, what do you think? Closer to I would say like a three. three. I wasn't we'll be fair. I didn't really care that we didn't find out a lot about a lot of things. Font. So like Wicked Mons <laughs> Club, this is our last or final category. Is that it was just basically like a nice, decent, like probably was already in Final Cut installed font. Yeah. That was funny. Don't you think it was like very yeah. like almost 90s? Yeah. Like, okay. Like. So we're just talking about the title? Just the title or like if there was like. Well, because like the note that was written was like career. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's that. <laughs> and then also like sometimes there'll be like a subtitle that's very like, oh, girl, you want like science with this for some reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It didn't offend me. Two? Yeah. Two. Okay, so that is all of our categories. Sammy, where does that leave us? 38.5. 38.5. That is pretty fucking life. Out of what? Um, a lot. (laughs) Oh, I don't really do math, but like our biggest one for this season was 55. But I think it was me and my friend Ronnie were just like, we did it for four hours (laughs) and we were a little bit drunk and we were just like, oh, like Lisa Rinna? Five. Like, yeah. we were just, like, throwing fives everywhere. Like, and I think it was, like, he was also, we're, we're each other's worst. He's hilarious. Uh, Ronnie, you know Ronnie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, he's the best. Yeah. Um, I didn't know you knew Ronnie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you guys know each other? Just from, like, IO, I think. Just being around. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, so don't think of him. Okay, Ronnie and I met at a Writer's Guild event. Oh, really? Like, years ago. Like, when he and Ben had first started Watch What Crappens. So, like, I've only known them from that. Yeah. And both of them met on this season. But Ronnie's, like, our... He's a heavy hitter for us. And yeah, he's, he's like, hilarious. the fucking funniest person. Yeah. And so pure. And yeah. I don't use that word. He's so pure. Ronnie's... A ray of light. So 38.5. Lauren, thank you for coming and doing this. Thank you movie. for having me. This was so much fun. Do you have any notes on like moving forward, what Lifetime should do with our content? Wow. I mean, that's huge. I've never asked anyone <laughs> that, but I figure. Um, I guess I just want 
I want the dialogue to feel like more, 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 more characters. Yeah. Just focus on the Just characters. Let, and it could be more apeshit too. Like, I don't really care if it's like unrealistic, but just like go for it. Yeah. The I category is what it is. I wish that they hadn't made this a based on a true story. Yeah, I agree. That's my number one thing is like, that's generous at best. Yeah. Especially for, they did that with Texas cheerleader scandal, which was like, or the Fab Five. Like, it was not, like, the girls got bullied. Like, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah. Did you have any notes that, that you wanted to, like, touch on that we didn't touch on? No, I think we actually got everything. I was looking at my notebook Lauren, as well. Lauren, thank you for coming and doing thank this. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. Okay. Wags says thank you. <laughs> Sammy, thank you for being here. You're the best. And, uh, you guys, Lauren, where can people find... I mean, like, we'll put it all in the episode description yeah. as well, but... Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lauren Lapkus and listen to my podcasts. I have a podcast called Raised by TV with John Gabris that's all about 80s and 90s TV. We deep dive all that stuff. And then I have another podcast called Freedom with Paula Tompkins and Scott Ackerman where we just tell stories from our lives and I talk. I love and that. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Thank I you. Have, and by the way, like I should also say like we have – I'm like always, I'm never not like, I'm always happy. It's like, I don't know how to say it, but like, I have so many friends that are like, you know, Lauren Lapkus. And oh, I'm like, so yes, nice. I have so <laughs> Troy McGeady in particular. I just want to say Troy, uh, shout out to him because he was, my friend came out here from Cleveland. He was like, Oh my God, I watched Lauren Lapkus's episode of characters like three times a week just to cheer oh my myself God. up. And he like, I have so many people that makes me in the so nation happy. that love you. So thank you. I really appreciate that. No, you're the best. Thank you so oh. much for being here. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Bye guys. <laughs> Woo, All right. Wives. Rest in peace, Jenny. for listening to season three of mother may i sleep with podcast our show today was made possible by our coordinating producer nicole matthew as well as our producer sammy junio much love to christina lopez for all of her help and elizabeth brozek for that killer logo we love it when new listeners find our show and the best way for that to happen is landing in the apple podcast charts you can help us out with that by making sure you're subscribed to the show. And if you want, leave a review. And if you really want to support the show, you can head to our Patreon, patreon.com slash M-M-I-S-W-P. For information on our ranking system, episode details, and social media, head to mothermayisleepwithpodcast.com. I'm your host, Molly McAleer. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under M-O-L-L-S, Malls. And if not there on my couch, binging Lifetime movies. See you next time.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.